thank you once again for joining us for Riding Through the Ages Current Comment. I'm Eric. And I'm Eugene. And today we will be in Kamen Rider Saber, episode 21, titled Chapter 21, Shine the Best, Full Color. It aired February 7th, 2021. It was written by Kenichi Hasegawa, and it was directed by Teraki Sugihara. And uh, it looks like it's going to be the, like, upgraded form of um, uh, Yuri. Yeah. Which is probably just him, like, oh, I should do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit less reserved. Yeah. But this also marks... The first time that Kamen Rider Saber is caught up with the other episodes in our podcast. We're all on 21 now. Uh, or yeah. we will be on 22. Yeah. Uh, but no. Uh, it, it, so one thing that I, I was reading from our, our reader Noir, our listener yeah. Noir, uh, and I think you may have said this, but I can't remember, but he's he's suffering from Green green uh, Ranger Syndrome. Oh, yes. Which is, yeah, so he's... Uh, Sixth Ranger Syndrome is, is normally what yeah, it's called. Yeah, he can't be cooler than the main guy, and so they have to come up with reasons for why he's not doing what he's supposed to so do or I why he's not there it, all the time. I haven't time. seen all of Zoo Ranger, which is what uh, the original season of Mighty mm. Morph Power Rangers was based off of. But there was, like, a candle thing? That might have been just Power Rangers, but I think there was, like, a candle thing. He was, like, limited to the amount of time he could be. Oh, oh. okay, yeah. And then there was the episode entitled The Death of Barai. Barai was the Green Ranger. Um, And he died. Uh. <laughs> But it was funny because, like, people don't realize it, but, like, they didn't plan to have a Green Ranger. Okay. Like, because they were just getting the film from Zoo Ranger, and they're like, oh, crap, there's another Ranger. Yeah, so what do we do? Yeah. <laughs> let's let's put a casting, casting call, and, like, oh, this guy kicks good. Let's put him on the show. Yeah, and that good. was Tommy, and then he, like, pretty much saved the show. Um, Because uh, they were planning to adapt... Uh, Jetman, which is the season before, mm. there was no sixth ranger in Jetman. Okay. There was just the five rangers the whole time. There was no extra ranger in Okay, Jetman. so when they just grabbed whatever they could, the next thing you know, there's a sixth ranger, and so they, there's a scramble to, like, to fi- make it happen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this isn't that. No. No, this is definitely one of those situations where they realized after a minute, and it's, they keep adding on powers, too, so it's like, okay, crap, we wrote this guy way too powerful. Why is it that he's not just taking care of the problem by himself? Yes. And so... um. It's like, I feel like honestly, I mean, he can alter people's memories. Why isn't he just so like, it would be great if it turned out that he, he, he was the one that erased, uh, 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 what's his name's memories? Uh, Toma's memories. The whole oh time. yeah. 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 That, that would be nifty. That'd be kind of, uh, <laughs> or he could go back and he could just erase every, all the, all the sort of logos memories. So they don't realize that they betrayed him. And yeah, like, <laughs> yeah they could, he could do that too. Yeah. He totally could be like, bad memories be gone. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be kind of funny if that's how he gets it. Like if one of them is extreme, like just totally obstinate, entirely stubborn and they just won't drop it. And he's just like, mm. and then they just like all of a sudden join up. And then like 10 episodes later, you find out that he's been messing with everybody's mind. Yeah, and he's all the true stuff. evil. No, honestly, I, I, I don't know if I said this as a theory, but it's it's occurred to me over the since the last week, um, and I put some thought to it, and I'm thinking maybe the reason he's not doing any of this by himself is because since he combined with a sword, he kind of in a way views himself as a tool. Yeah, as in like he he still has that sort of even yeah. though he is an individual, he's also an implement, right? Yeah, like it's not his purpose. It's his purpose to be used. It's not his purpose to, to uh, you know engage. Yeah, do the whole thing. Yeah. Um, that's that's the only actual like really really good reason. I mean, that's I probably think us of. reading into it too much. Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, that's like that's a lot of words for something that's a I don't know age group like nine to eleven or something like that. Yeah, it's like We're, implement what? <laughs> yeah, the idea is just like oh crap, he's too powerful. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean that, he's goofy. That, that is that is the reason. I'm just coming up he's with he's just like, being goofy. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. 
um, but like legitimate excuses. The, there's there's the cool things that like um, the sort of logos like uh, slash and um, yeah, they're getting they're getting back on track, or at least um, focusing more on yeah, the, Rio and and Daishinji are like they're cluing into the fact that there actually might be yeah, and there was the whole traitor. thing with uh, Master Logos. Yes. Yeah, we're seeing Sophia getting rubbed on by some guy, which I'm assuming is a guy. Could very yeah. easily be a tall, slender woman. Yeah. Well, it um, could be just like whatever act because they didn't have an actor. Yeah, could they be did, anybody. You know, they didn't have a face. Just actor. a silhouette. Could, could be like a, <laughs> you know, twelve year old boy. Just be like, hey, <laughs> hey. Um, it's like, yeah, it's just, it's like you won the you won the contest. Now you get to go rub whoever the actress's name <laughs> shoulder yeah. creepily. Yeah, she has a she's she has a weird name. She's like a famous actress, which yeah. is why she's not like in she's I don't know if she's a famous actress. She is like a famous singer, which is why she's probably not she's not in every single episode. Yeah, the, the, the point you're making is that she has her own fame. Yeah, uh, that she's bringing to the show, which is like how in we see it a lot in like other ones where like uh, uh, the side characters are usually like famous comedians okay, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Uh, like the uh, Watcher Man from mm-hmm. Double and the main uh the owner from kuga right and then uh in uh zero one i'm guessing the vice president you know i i had that i had that feeling too because he's got good comedic time and uh, on the scenes that he's in yeah um and that he's not in every episode yeah and, and it stuff. seems likely that you know but he's in the the opening yeah so he's probably like a famous comedian and we might have even at some point done the research like and just forgot <laughs> I didn't. I don't think we've checked on him. I think yeah. we checked on the others, though. Right. Um. I know, like, watch the the actor who plays Watcher Man. I like saw him as as just like a marketing guy. He yeah. Was just like he was, Well, I mean, you you you've told me like at least twice, I think, on air about him. Yeah. So now I know, and that's a that's a head you don't forget. No. Like you know right away who you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> like, He's nicknamed Eggplant. Yeah. You're not confusing him with anybody like you. Uh, like on Zero One, that girl, um, that played, uh. What was it? The Go Buster? You said yes. Yeah, yeah. So that one you're sitting here like, man, she looks familiar to me. It was like he was watching it, and it was about five minutes into it. And I'm like, like, I think I know who she is. I feel like I hope I'm not racist and she's guessing (laughs) somebody else. And I was right because you're hesitant. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, okay, am I racist or am I right? (laughs) You get to play the the white man game of chance. (laughs) Yes, I think I know you. Uh, there was the it, it was a joke on Leverage. Where Hardison, he's the black, he's a black character. Uh-huh. He like he's sneaking into this building, so he comes in as a uh like a pool cleaner or uh-huh. like a, a a cleaner of things, and so he goes into the elevator and he blocks everybody else from coming into the elevator. And so the other people they like go into the other elevator, and during the elevator he changes into a suit so that he can get into the oh, office. No. <laughs> and so he walks out of the <laughs> thing, and like this guy is just like, hey, didn't you just? Go in the elevator, dressed in overalls, and he's just like, "Oh, I guess we all look the yeah, same." Yeah, we look the same. Yeah, and, and he's then just walks like, off. <laughs> "Hey, you got to use every tool that you got yes. in your advantage." I mean, <laughs> but we all look the same to you. He's like, "No, I." It's like, "Oh, you were the same person." But then and you were the. And then, uh, weren't you just the maintenance guy? <laughs> That's what he funny. said. He's like, "Weren't you just the maintenance guy?" He's like, "Oh yeah, I guess we all look the same to you." Yeah, <laughs> classic, <laughs> classic. Um. Yeah. There's all these Easter eggs in that show that people don't realize, like the fact that Hardison makes all of their uh secret identities, mm. like all of their like fake IDs. Yeah. Most of them are uh the names of actors who played Doctor Who. Oh. Okay. Like the actors who played Doctor Who's and their uh the females are like the companions that okay. go with it. 
That's cool. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, he does that a lot. I mean, I never read that deep. That just <laughs> makes so much sense now. Because I like, know all yeah. those actors off the top of my head, and so I hear right. The name. So like you hear it, and you, it's, it's like, like, oh, it's Peter Davidson. I'm like, oh, that's right. the first doctor, and it's like right. Tom Baker, and it's like, oh, that's. Yeah. <laughs> and so like at one point, uh, the main character he used the the idea of Tom Baker, who was the fourth doctor, and then Sophie, she used the idea of Sarah Jane Baker, hmm. and that was the main one of the main companions. Sarah Jane was the character. Of that doctor. Okay. Who is the companion of that doctor. Okay. <laughs> Just like, okay. Oh, yeah. I see what you're doing there. Most people wouldn't say it, but I see it. I see <laughs> it. Yeah. It's good enough. Yeah. Um, anyway, so here in uh, Saber. Yeah, in Saber. <laughs> so uh, so plot threads. We're going to see Yuri. Yuri's mid-season, a.k.a. him just using his power. Yeah. Um, we're going to see evolving. for sure. Because we've seen the preview, we know there's going to be a, another, like a rematch between Toma and Daishinji, and this time, hopefully for real, as far as getting uh, his feelings across. Yeah. Because um, he was kind of in an emotional state, so. And then Kento, uh, Kenzen. Yeah. Kento's still dead. Yeah. Kenzen uh, <laughs> had to, like a breakdown when he realized that he was not, he was crap. Right. Friendly reminder, <laughs> Kento's dead. Yes. But yeah, Kenzen's now struggling with the fact that, yes, no, disaster's right. You, you're kind of helping them out in this yeah. situation. You are now like him. You're being a dick. Yeah. Excuse my language. Uh. Did they? There's no new because they got rid of the last. Uh, but no, there's the the plot thread about the fact that there's like extra human Megiddo yeah. around here that we haven't seen. Right, exactly. That's still lingering. That's still dangling. Yeah, so we don't um, know. And we know of at least four. Yes, and we can assume more. I mean, yeah. we, I mean, okay, probably not from Legiel because he's just too busy being salty about losing that, every sitting time. there and pampering this one and getting it all the way up there just to have it shut down right the last second. Y- yeah, they're all just like, hey, we just uh. We're going for qu- uh, uh, quantity over yeah. here. I feel like there's an Aesop fable about you know putting all your eggs in one basket. I don't know if that's just an expression or if there's actually a fable about it. But putting on well, anybody who's dropped the basket probably has that. You should put yeah. all your eggs in one basket. Yeah, they're like, dang, why did I do that? That was a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So, but I'm I'm more interested in like what's happening with the swords. I mean, that's the main thing, right? Uh, it's like we would have gotten a lot more moving on if they didn't have to focus so much on Toma. Right. As the main character. Yeah. Well, especially in this arc, too, because um, yeah. he is the only one driving the plot as far as uh, solving this mystery. And now we have Daishinji and Ryo on the on the case, but, you know, it's definitely a Toma solo arc almost. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I will say, though, that, you know, it's done a lot uh, in the last, like, five episodes to make me feel better about the two or three episodes where I was very salty about <laughs> everything that's going on. Yeah. So starting to get back to what I like about it. Um, swords and... Kicking. <laughs> Kicking, yes. Yeah, because one of the really cool things about Saber, I know I've said this before, we've talked about it before, thing that stands out is the sword work. Yeah. I mean, this is basically the whole that's bread and butter of Saber. Yes, it's the fight sequence. Yeah. They have some good choreography going on. Yeah, so, and because you know, like the other shows, you can just have a fight with two people that are unarmed and it's cool, and then every once in a while they'll have weapons, but this one's like standard, we've got The weapons, weapons are the important part. I mean, they're, yeah. called, sar- they're called swordsmen, right. you know. Uh, very rarely are they called Common Rider. They just say that like once, right? Because <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, it's Common Rider. I mean, yeah. some, it's more than some seasons. Yeah, um, yeah. but Kiva otherwise, was, like, Kiva was never called Common Rider the entire show. Not once. Not once. <laughs> they never even said the words Common Rider. I think once in the what entire. Are they, what are they called? He was Kiva. Oh, just Kiva. Okay, yeah. fair enough. <laughs> he he was Kiva, and then uh, the uh, the secondary writer was uh, can't believe I forgot. Uh, Ixa. Okay, yeah, you're just having a brain cramp. So. Yeah, it was Ixa. Common Rider, uh, the second one was Ixa, but there was like Dark Kiva and different Kivas and yeah. stuff. Yeah, so rather than Common Rider, they're more often referred to as uh, Kenshi here, right? Magic Swordsman. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, I actually don't know. I don't know what the whole thing is. I think there's swordsman. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Do they actually use the English word swordsman? They don't use the English word swordsman, but like the it's not magic swordsman. Okay, they're not actually calling each other. They're not calling each other magical swordsman. Yeah, okay. they're just calling each other swordsman. The okay. Japanese word for swordsman. Yeah, like it's more straightforward. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is why it's just translated as swordsman because that makes sense. Uh huh. Uh, but yeah. So um, there's hope for maybe he'll get uh, Yuri become more autonomous. Yeah. Um, more a little bit more proactive, a little bit more uh, helpful. Yeah, and not just being like, "Well, you just you just should have had to use me," and then you would have found out. It's like, or you, you could, didn't you, ask. You didn't use ask. your words. You know? Did I ever tell you that's how like Wolverine was mostly introduced through character? Huh? Was that it was like back in like uh, late seventies, early eighties when like Wolverine was a character. Uh, when Wolverine was a character, he's a character now. But like when when Wolverine was like being introduced as a character, uh-huh. uh, he's like part of the X Men and all this stuff. And they're all tied up, and he pops out his claws and like cuts off and stuff. They're like, "Your claws are part of you," because they decided they were part of his gloves. Yeah, yeah. And he's just like, "Yeah." Just like, "Why didn't you tell?" He's like, "You didn't ask." Yeah. And well, then, that, and then, 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 then they end up in like Japan, and he's just like, he's starting to reading like Japanese, and like, "You can read Japanese." I was like, "Yeah." It's like, "Why didn't you tell?" You didn't ask. You didn't ask. It, like yeah. four times that happens where he like <laughs> does something, and they're like, "You didn't ask." Yeah. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> just it. Honestly, it's like. uh you know, how often are you talking yourself up, right? Yeah. Like you're going at listing off all the things you can do. Yeah, and, like, Wolverine doesn't care what people think about no, him. No, he's like, I'm just here for what the job is right yeah. now. <laughs> it's like, you didn't ask. Yeah. It's like, if you would have asked, I would have told you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what language are you speaking? Oh, okay, well, this one, that one, that one. It's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm a samurai. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you didn't know? Yeah. It's like, I thought that was obvious. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was obvious for my thick Canadian accent. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And my my massive chops. Yes, you know my my massive sideburns, classically trained in Japanese, but it's not obvious. I'm gonna be honest with you. This is totally like way way off topic. Now we're off off the rails. But if I ever go bald, I'm just gonna shave everything like and just have mutton chops. That's it. <laughs> well, I have the I have the beard and I shave my head like every week. So right, but <laughs> but you'd have to work to get the mutton chops because I mean that's like you gotta let them grow out, man. You yeah, I used to get shaggy. I used to have them. I used to have friendly sideburns, which was is uh sideburns that go around and then are connected by the mustache but nothing oh. on the chin oh okay okay yeah yeah. That's what they, they're it. called friendly sideburns i didn't know that yeah i used to, i had those for i had that for like a year oh that'd be interesting <laughs> to see what you look like with that but like the beard was like two or three inches long yeah yeah so you gotta you gotta put some effort some time into that well the, the effort is not <laughs> yeah well yeah that's the, you gotta make sure that you're not cutting <laughs> yeah i i trim my beard right semi-regularly now but anyways, uh, so yeah, we are going to go see uh, Yuri Shine. Yeah. Okay, so friendly wager. How many Megiddo do you think he's taking out this episode? Is it just going to be the one? Or do you think there's going to be more than one? I don't think he's going to take out any Megiddo. He's probably just going to beat some Megiddo because they're probably going to have like, uh, I mean, it's a two, they, they usually do usually. The, two, the two episode thing. Yeah. Um, unless they do have like the extra ones for some reason. Okay, so, so of they the choices- might They might bring back the henchmen. Right, yeah. Just to little... have him blow up somebody. Yeah, because I mean, cause fa- in fairness, it should be Zeus's turn. It should be Zeus's turn. Yeah. That doesn't mean it will be. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, he doesn't have a sword. Get out of here. Yeah. Get, get out of here. <laughs> that's the only reason he's not. <laughs> get out of here. He has the claws. Yeah. But that's not the same. Yeah, it's probably a bunch different. I mean, but I do like Zeus's suit. He's uh, He's got a cool, like, monster suit. Mm-hmm. It's very beastie, and that's yeah. what it's supposed to be. Right. The others are just like, so the thing is, it's like, if uh Legiel and Storius, their monster suits are next to each other. If I hadn't seen them, I wouldn't be able to tell you which one's Storius and which one's Legiel. Oh, okay. Fair enough. 
It's just like, yeah, there. I mean, there's right. no. Because what, what about Storius makes him see like story, and what yeah. about Legil makes him legend? It's like, but Zeus once you're like, yeah, he's the animal one. Yeah, right off the bat, yeah. you, you eliminate him, and then you get a fifty-fifty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, unless you see in like some obscure part of his suit where you're like, oh, that's a bell, and that's part of this and such story. Yeah, or yeah. I don't know if he has a bell on his, but yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, the, <laughs> like I can't think of just off the top of my head something that like right. Like when I see them, I'm like, oh yeah, that's Legil. Oh, that story. Yeah, but no, I they're can't. definitely distinctive from each other. So, just but that th- there's nothing that their theme isn't necessarily. Yeah, uh, you know, like you're not looking at them and I thinking think that's vampire themed or something. Uh, Storius is like more. He looks more like plantish. Hmm. You know what? I, I'm if I see him this episode, I'm definitely going to be thinking plant when I look just to see if I can figure out what you're talking about. I just I feel like my, like because uh, I'm not shooting that down yet because uh, at this point now there's. Not having seen that red bird on somebody's shoulder for like five I'm just six going seven. to accept that there might be something I didn't see. Yeah. And he does have like a lot of dangly, like extending bits, like maybe um, tree like or something. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't actually like stopped and just looked at him because there's usually him. a fight, cool yeah. fight going on. It's always a fight scene. Yeah. It's not like Caliber where we have plenty of scenes where he's just kind of standing in the room looking sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I miss Caliber, Caliber suits. I mean, well, he'll be back. Kento will be back. Yeah, Kento will be back. That's Caliber. <laughs> Uh, and if you want to guess who uh, the next uh, uh, caliber will be, you can email us at fanboyopinion at gmail.com. You can follow us on our website at fanboyopinion.com, and you can follow, you can uh, check out uh, what we're doing on Twitter, which is mostly just us posting the episodes, right. at uh, fanboy underscore opinion. And so we are going to go uh, check this out, and we will be back. And we are back. And you want to know something? Hmm. It's weird. So I, I'm not fully into it, but I'm more into like the uh, Tokusatsu community than you are. Uh huh. People are hating on Saber. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Like they're saying this is boring and there's no point in it. And I'm like, dude, what do you do? This episode. Okay, this episode is awesome. Man. It was like, as of, of of Saber. This is hands down the best episode in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, it has everything I want. Like yeah. this is one. Like in fact, I had to struggle to find a suck, and I mean dig deep. Yeah. And it was uh, and they're so nitpicky and and like it's like trivial. Yeah. Like I've had some tedious tedious sucks in the past, but this is like yeah. Well, like uh, this is everything I want in a ribbon, like handed to me. Yeah. And so people, I've like seen them. People are like, ah, oh, it's so boring, or it's just like there's just something about it I don't like, and yeah. it's just like. Are you watching? Are you are you are you watching the same show? <laughs> yeah, I, like if the thing is, if if you were to talk to me on episode like fifteen, sixteen, in that era where I was like super upset about it, then yeah, we yeah. agree. But this is episode twenty one. We've moved on now. Yeah, get back in the game. Yeah, give it, give it a shot. Trust yeah. me, it's worth it. I mean, maybe it's the feel. Like if this is going a little more towards an age group that the, that that they don't like. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, maybe it's just it's a little like we too. Talk about it. It's like it's not for us. No, I mean if we gotta... enjoy it. That if we don't enjoy it, that's actually on us. Yeah, it's yeah. not on the show. Right. I, I like our Japanese kids enjoying the show. Yeah, that's really so. So that's that, that's it. like the thing that like a lot of people don't realize about things like uh like if you if if uh if there's a show that's not meant for your age group and like I don't like uh, uh Game of Thrones. Okay. Yeah. But Game of Thrones isn't meant for me. It's no. meant for it's like basic people. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, it's not, not your demographic. <laughs> no, not for the thinking part, man. It's like, no, yeah, um, <laughs> I, no, I realize that it's like... Unlike most of you casuals, I've actually read a fantasy novel, <laughs> and some of them are gritty. So, in fact, like, probably half or more than half are gritty. It's just... So, like, uh, no, I understand that, like, <laughs> what is it? But, but no, I mean, it is, I think it is it is focused on basic people. But, um, 
it's like I am actually not that big of a fan of fantasy in general. Mm-hmm. You're and more so, of a science fiction guy. Science fiction. Actually, I'm, I'm more of a uh, urban fantasy, like that's modern her. day. Yeah. Um. So something has to like really catch me, and that's mm. probably why I like isekai because that's like the catch. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's you're taking that you're still taking that modern with you. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, you're taking yeah. that modern. Yeah. So um, I bet you probably also like um fantasy but not necessarily medieval fantasy like well, you might be interested in something that's based in a different older setting well yeah like i liked i really liked the uh the wild west werewolf the apocalypse setting okay yeah yeah where it was like it was werewolf the apocalypse but it was set in the west uh-huh. uh wild west i can't um i can't remember the name right off the top of my head but i know which one you're talking y- about yeah i i can't remember it might have just been called wild west or something like that um with like a Y because there was like the wild. Order. Uh-huh. And like I um I do enjoy like uh um steampunk style stuff. Yeah. Like fi- fantasy style steampunk yeah, stuff. Seven that's, like, that's like alternate past and that's yeah. that's always interesting. Yeah. But you need a, a a gap. Like I I might have said this on the podcast. I have never even seen the second two Hobbit movies. No. Yeah, yeah, I think you did say that. Because I thought the first Hobbit movie was so boring, mm-hmm. I would have left, but my date was sleeping <laughs> in the theater at the time. Yeah, But how do you feel about Lord of the Rings, though? I've watched them once. Yeah. Just I've never, never even seen the extended editions. Ooh, that's rough. Because I'm like, I think I know what New Zealand looks like. <laughs> There's there's more to it, but yeah, yeah, no, no. If if you didn't, I mean, if it didn't I, catch you, it didn't strike you at first. I read the Hobbit novel, and an I extra thought, oh, like yeah. six hours ain't gonna make you feel good. good. Yeah, it's good, whatever. So, um, the the problem with the Hobbit novels is they're world driven stories, uh huh. Which I like worlds, and I've said that like yeah. one of the enjoyments is if you can run a game in it. Uh, so really, what it what it is is you're more Charles Dickens than you are uh, J.R. Tolkien. It's, yeah, it's more... actually, I, I and I do like. I mean, they're isekai stories, but like the Narnia stories are isekai stories. Yeah, they are. Yeah, <laughs> they're they are. they're, they're That's the exa- absolutely. This is the example I use when I try to explain what an isekai uh, is, and I'm like, it's like uh, Lion Witch in the Wardrobe. Yeah, and they're yeah. like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I preferred like C.S. Lewis's uh, Space Trilogy, mm. and I liked uh, Tarzan. Right. Uh, like, even though that's like now it's the past, it was the present one. Yeah, right. it was the present at the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, stories like that. But like, th- anyways, that to say, I don't like uh, I don't like uh, Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. but I don't put that on Game of Thrones. Right. Yeah. That's like that's it's not for me. Yeah. So you can't knock Game of Thrones for being Game of Thrones. You yeah. Can knock it for any other reason. But so it's like you know. I don't knock Common Rider when it's Common Rider. Yeah. And, and the thing, I guess <laughs> the, the ultimately it's like. At least watch this episode and tell me it's boring. Because there's so much here that we could probably be talking. This podcast episode is probably going to be like two and a half hours. Yeah. I would not be surprised if this is our longest episode. Yeah. And that's that's if we don't like excitedly talk over each other and skip something we meant to talk about. Yeah. And the next episode be like, ah, oh, it's too late. We can't go back to it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's there's this was this. So let's awesome. let's start out by with it starts out with Tassel, who's yeah. just like, oh, yeah, normal Tassel stuff. He's normal, just, normal, he's, normal height in a chair talking. For once regularly. He's like, I am Tassel. Knock at the door. He's like, uh, oh, that cuts him some, off. He opens like, the door. He's like, oh, there's somebody here. And it's Yuri. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. Yuri knows Tassel. Yeah. They just hung out. Yeah, they've been <laughs> friends. Yeah. And, and he walks through the door basically like... Uh, he he said, "Yeah, justice has changed within the last two thousand years, something like that." Yeah, and so I basically I don't want to be a sword anymore. I I learned <laughs> from Toma and this book, which is the comic book. He's yeah. read one issue like yeah, sword, seven or eight times. Sword X Man, Sword, sword X Man. Uh, it's X Man. That we, yeah. we, like, we, well, because uh, later it's it's uh, he changes where the X is. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
and he's like, so I no longer want to be a sword. I want to be a swordsman again. Yeah. And he's like, do you have the, and he names the book. He's like, do you have it somewhere? And he's like, uh, mm. he's, uh, <laughs> he says the book containing my history as a swordsman, it, the story of uh, like psycho something or other. Right. Um, and he's, and like Tassel's like, uh, he like blinks a little bit. And he's like, yeah, you, like he has this mouth that says, <laughs> he's like, you, you lost it. You lost my history. No, 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 no. Let me find it. Let me find it. It's around here somewhere. Around here somewhere. And that's when I like, I'll find it in the jiffy. And that's so. What does this mean? Does this mean he's like, he's a librarian? Do you think he's the librarian of the Great Book? Like he's the one that's keeping track of everything. I mean, it makes sense. Pans out. We know at least they are both two thousand years old. Yeah, at least because he's or a thousand years old. I mean, sorry. Well, looks at like later on, it looks like there's a that that Yuri was actually back there two thousand years ago too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That might just be. Artistic license, but, right, right. Uh, but we can it, say safely for sure they're both a thousand years old. Yeah, um, but yeah, Tassel is definitely like an immortal being or whatever. Yeah, yeah. There's no question. Um, so then it goes to uh, Slash. It's yes. Daishinji. He's in his forge. Yeah, and you see him. Okay, the first thing he's doing is uh, at first I thought he was running a like a, a scanner on over the book that's in front of him, but he's yeah. running it across his blade. Yeah, he's, he's like uh, he's like doing diagnostics, making sure everything's yeah. up to up to par with his standards. <laughs> yeah, it's just like. Technology is like a weird thing in this because mm-hmm. it's like they're all high tech, but they're magical swordsmen, and the swords were forged in fire by metal. But they have, but he's using yeah. a scanner on them, right? <laughs> yeah, it's well, it, it's kind of hard to tell what, uh, like, what the process is. Of course, it's very vague, and if, yeah, if we knew, then because he has a flashback of like, I guess his master. I, well, I guess it's his father. It would or, be his grandfather, I think, father or grandfather. Yeah, father, because he looks much older, but that doesn't mean anything. But it, well, um, you know, we find out later it is family. Yeah, so we see we see a child watching a swordsmith, um, probably repair the sword, not yeah. craft the sword. Uh, because we, we find some stuff out interesting later, um, and there's no way that Daishinji's 2,000 years old. There's no, no. way. Because uh, it's like, because it's about language. But there's no telling which sword this guy's working on. Right. It yeah. could be Kenzen's sword or yeah. something. I feel as though it is Rekka that is being repaired only if because of, of the way that it's Of the way that, it, yeah, the episode is portrayed. So he's basically saying a prophecy. Yeah. It, well, it's like the, the narrator talking about, it, it's kind of funny because it's like the narrator narrating his thoughts in a way that it's like his memory, I don't know. It's so kind of funky, it, but it's the grandfather it. speaking, but in a narration tone, right over him working on a sword. So it's like these. I mean, we we said that like what they do is they make the props look like the toys. Yes. So the props look like they're made out of plastic. Right. Um. Uh, so that the toys look exactly like the props. Yeah. Which is a which is a smart thing. It's brilliant. Yeah. Uh. But when they're being forged or reforged or worked on, they're totally metal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's like doing the, uh, the whole swordsmith thing and yeah, he's like hitting with the it. hammers it's, it's red like it's been put in a kiln and yeah. it's, uh, it's got sparks flying off it every time so he hits it he's saying it's kind of like ambiguous but it's something about like the uh when the glow of the first sword forged by man yeah re- it reaches the hands of the the uh Something about leading us into the stars or whatever the heck. Yeah, the, the basically. So when it comes up, it's like when because we know that Rekka is the first. Yeah, we find source. out that it was the first sword said that forged by man. As they, in the two, there was two swords before, and then the first ones that the humans created or the, whatever they are, probably human. The first sword that man created was Rekka. Yeah. So it's the first sword to come. It's first swordsman. It's, it's they've said that before. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, they said that uh, I think they used the term that Rekka was the first forged sword. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So basically, when Rekka lights up, it'll lead them to either doom or fulfillment or something like that. Yeah. It's like basically, the, there's a hero legend. This is the MacGuffin. Yeah, this is the uh, hero had legend. had it all along. It's deep inside you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're the chosen one. Yeah. <laughs> um. 
And but he, the thing is also he's he's in awe watching the the craft. Yes. Um, whether it's a being repaired or if this is a new sword being made or whatever it may yeah. be, I think it's being repaired or you know. Uh, yeah, and then it goes to the opening. But it really shows the also him contemplating about the whole thing. So you can see he's dedicated to his craft and he's he's got something in mind that we don't know yet. Yeah. And then yeah, the opening. So I want to point out something. Um, so Daishinji has a cool coat. Um, if you've seen it, it's a cool coat. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of like it's a coat you could wear normally, but mm-hmm. it like stands out also. Yeah. Um, they sell a lot of like clothing that common riders wear. Yeah. And so I'm thinking to myself, they probably sell Daishinji's coat somewhere. Like we talked about, uh, um, Ryu's uh, leather jacket. They sell it. You can yeah. buy it for like six hundred dollars or something yeah. like that. It probably it would have been cheaper at the time, most likely. Yeah. I mean, when uh, Double was going, the hats, the hats, the ties, the wind scale stuff was being sold. Um, and like in, uh, in when Gaim was going, they wore these jackets as their dance group and the dance group jackets were sold. Okay. Okay. Um, so there's a chance that like, like the thing that like, uh, uh, Rintaro wears and maybe they might sell Rio's coat, long coat and stuff like that. But I'm like, but what about Tom? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He has something different and crazy every single do yeah. they sell that like shirt apron thing right do you want a, do you want an adult bib here yeah. you go yeah. Yeah, I, well they probably do and it's probably just random items scattered throughout actual real world fashion magazines i really think that he just every morning he just rolls around on the ground of like a ross yeah <laughs> and then walks out whatever sticks to me i'm wearing today I just see the, the creators being like okay look you 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 pointing at his uh um you know the gophers people bring coffee and all that uh, I guess you could say secretaries, but not really. You know what I'm talking about. It's like, hey, yeah. all of you go to a different thrift shop, bring back one item. So yeah. You're getting pants, you're getting a shirt, you get something else. And Don't tell just, me. We're just going to slap them together on top. <laughs> but anyway, two pairs of pants. So I was, because yeah. I was, because I saw that scene of them all lined up and I'm like, oh, Daishinji has a cool coat. Yeah. And I'm like, what if they sell it? And then I realized that. What about Toma? What about Toma's crazy? Because he's wearing like nine, he's wearing like Jinkos. Yeah. But they're not, they're, they're like slack Jinkos in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> It's nonsense. <laughs> it's nonsense. It's nonsense. For those of you who are not old enough to know what a jinko is, a jinko is a it's a jean where the cuff of the pants at the bottom is the same of each cuff is the same as the waist. Mm. And it's not like a, a bell bottom. They just like they keep going out forever. <laughs> yeah. You get like thirty or four it was like when we were kids, it was like thirty or forty inch circumference for each Right, cuff. I mean, <laughs> if if you can't get the visual image and you've played Tekken, like Heihachi has those wide. It's not the same pants, but the, yeah. Imagine those were jeans. Yeah, imagine those are jeans. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Those those kinds of pants are jeans. <laughs> yeah, but he's wearing like slacks. Yeah, so not <laughs> jeans. It's like <laughs> it's business. Like, it's it's not, business jinko. It's not like a a. So yeah, so it's not like a um. Like a a gi meant to like hide the movement of the foot. Mm-hmm. That's what the the big legs were. The, but imagine those, but a slacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so it comes back. Yeah, and, and uh, Atoma's sitting at his desk, surrounded by a tall, tall stack of books. Because you remember at the end of the last episode, he had Mako get a bunch of books because he, I guess he has just full reign of yeah. the northern base now. I suppose it's his. He owns it. Yeah. Everyone, they abandoned it's it. Technically in his house. It's, it's technically in his shop. It's yeah. in the back room. And they and they don't want none. Won't be none. I guess. <laughs> yeah. But no, because at first he's just asking her for like five books. So I wonder how often he was just asking her for five or six books at a time yeah. before she realized this isn't worth two manuscripts. So man. it's the uh, 
basically it's a combination of all the information we've gotten so far. Yeah, it's like the because we know he was going to research the the history of the Swords of Logos. So all this, there's no new information really. No, it's it's, it's just all the information, the bits and pieces we've had throughout the thing. Yeah, it's together. just kind of reestablishing it in a nice little. Um, so two thousand years ago, people wanted the Book of All Power, mm-hmm. and there was a war fought over it, and because of that was uh, that war, the two swords were formed. Right. They just like appeared the sword of light and the sword of darkness. Yeah. And like in the animation, because it's like still framed animation type thing, um, it's, it looks like it's Yuri. Yeah. Wielding sorted. both swords. Yeah. The sword of darkness and light. Yeah. Uh, which kind of makes sense. It does. Yeah. So maybe he was alive 2,000 years ago, or this could just be the artistic license of like that's the only right. person we know of. Exactly. Exactly. Um, that could have been just the, the average uh, swordsman outfit for the time, yeah. you know. And so they beat the thing, and then the book got scattered. And then using the sword of darkness and light as a template, mm-hmm. they fo- they started forging swords that were like less powerful, but focused on like elements instead of like light and dark. Yes. So that's and the first one that was formed was Rekka the the flame sword. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why everybody's so focused on Toma. Yeah. And uh, at that point too, he's uh, he's. This is where we get our kind of a recap of the last episode because nothing about this is recapped the yeah. last episode. And then we we see him remembering. Um, that last bit with the the power speech, like you're destined to take power. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, what does that mean? I don't understand. They're like, how is it that this is happening? Essentially, and we learn later it's because Rekka is so powerful, right? Yeah, because like, it because it, it responded to him, which means that he is worthy. Yeah, but the thing is that it just, there's been other fire, flame swordsmen before, but yeah. so there's a little bit more to it. But yeah, yeah. Um, and then May shows up while he's yeah. deep in thought, and May shows up and she gives us the uh, conflict of the episode. Yeah, Megiddo's are people have disappeared. Like we learned this before, but like more people Her are being disappearing. Yeah, and like there's been sightings of Megiddo all over the place. Mm-hmm. And then it goes to uh, got our bad guys, the bad guys, and they're they're stoked. Yeah, they're all super happy on the desk in front of them. There's like just huge stacks of books. Yeah, so we know some of those are the ones they already had. Yeah, like older ones that so, we don't see anymore. So what it mean? Does this mean a bunch of people are dead? That's my assumption. Because they might come back. Yeah. But at least for right now, there's a bunch of people who are books. Yeah. And we were told that when these books are complete, those people die. Yeah, because this this table is full of them. Yeah. And so even if you take out the like 12 to 14 Megiddo that we've seen so far, that's still a lot of books. And yeah. I know they're thick, but dang. But yeah, because they were the bigger books too. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, so then it's just like, and then, the, but... I think it's uh, Legiel who's just like, yeah, but we need the sacred swords too. Yeah, because Zulus is the one he's like chucking the book up in the air, catching it, and being like, oh, we got so many. This is nice, and you know, and and he says that we need the sacred swords. And uh, Storios, I think, says that we need a new type of Megiddo. Yeah, in order to accomplish this. Yeah, and I think he's looking down at the book writing. I think maybe I can't remember. Yeah, he that is. or he grabs like a new the, the hand, the mannequin handwriting. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it actually is writing, but that's what he was looking at. Right. Um. And so then it goes, so it's like bad guys have their their idea. And so then it goes and it's showing like some pretty intense stuff, actually. It's uh, uh, May because she's like. Yeah, I I do want to point because it's a bit of foreshadowing um, as it's cutting away. Because the cutaway happens and we see what looks like a commercial. It's like almost out of place, but it's these these two twins that are uh, uh, competition eaters. Yeah, they're they're a pair of competition eaters. Yeah, yeah. and twins. And um, uh, they're the. uh, eating Some, Gemini twins, yeah, the Gemini twins, something like that, Emoto, whatever the heck, yeah. But um, yeah, they're it just at first I was like, what the heck is going on? I thought this was going to be a scene where one of them gets attacked or something like that, but no, it's just a commercial on this big screen in the so, plaza that they're having uh, a chat. So what it is is that uh, it's a pun because their last name is Emoto. Oh, and then uh, sister 
Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're both they're li- they're twins. Uh-huh. They're little sisters from each other. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. All right. All right. <laughs> but so, so they're like the Gemini eaters or something like that. Speaking of, there's two of them. Yeah. So there's two competitions. Uh, for people who don't know, this is actually like a thing in Japan. It's like there's there's a bunch of YouTube channels and there's things. Oh yes. Where it's where it's uh predominantly like small tiny, yeah women or young girls like not young like twenty something yeah tiny time. tiny cute Asian ladies who eat immense amounts of Huge. food it's like bowls of ramen that are like about twice as wide as their, it's like their insane because like it's bizarre it's like what the thing is when we first watched a video or at least when I first saw the video it's like okay I'm gonna get bored of this in a minute and the whole time you're just like in this weird fascination <laughs> yeah it's like what's happening so there's and the, you're thinking there's no way that she's gonna finish it and then she finishes it and orders seconds yeah so there's a thing like, on no. YouTube which I don't like it's called the mukbang where it's like somebody oh. Somebody who eats so much that they cry and they're like yeah, painful. Yeah. And it's just like people watching it to enjoy people suffer. Um, but this, but like, this is not that. No, this is not that. They're enjoying it. Yeah. They're yeah. enjoying it. They're not they're eating talking, more than they can handle. And they're talking about how good it is and they're like thankful and all this stuff. Yeah. And they're like doing a timer. These are competitive eaters. Yeah. <laughs> They so could, they could eat my body weight. It's yeah. messed up. Yeah. It's messed up. Because they weigh half of you. Yeah. It's messed up. It's like, where? How? So the thing is, is like, this is a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, small women who are like competitive. And it turns out that uh, it's not actually, I think it's not just one person playing the twins. Oh, it's actually a pair of twins. It's an actually like a famous, semi-famous pair of twins. Okay. Like a, Do you think they're actually competition eaters though? Or I don't know. Probably don't know not. That. They might But be. you never know. Yeah. yeah. But so it's actually a pair of twins. But that's cool. Yeah, because yeah. that was one thing I was wondering if it yeah. was just going to be I mean, like because especially in this episode, it's, it's just really easy to have a split screen, mm-hmm. but it's actually a pair of twins. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, yeah. Th- that, that's just on a big screen in the plaza that um, May is talking to one of the victims. Well, not the victims, but... Um, the, the wife of a victim. Yes, the wife of the, mis- the, the victim. And, and, and I do and, believe either this person or the next one is shown is the one that we see walking with her child um, and her husband kind of stares off into space. Yeah, I think it's the next one. Yeah, because yeah. I, I, we do see a couple people that I think are all related to those those random people that we saw. Yeah. You know? Um, so, uh, like... But yeah, she's there. She's crying yeah. about um, her husband missing. And he was talking about seeing something in the clouds before. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, Tomo is just like, oh, this person was connected to Wonder World, which must mean that they were the person that was taken. Yeah. And then we get, a, like, a sad montage of the like, rest of the people. Like, five, six yeah. people. Like, no less than six. Yeah. Of just, like, their various things. And it's like, just, these are the people who, like, knew the mm-hmm. people who were gone. Yeah. And uh, there's no, at a certain point, there's no voiceovers. Like, it starts off with voiceovers of them, you know, basically, oh, so it's and like, we don't need to, because, you know, this is the same story over and over yeah. and over again. Yeah. And it's really, it's, I think it actually, it's a good bit of cinematography as far as um, hammering down that he is reflecting on it. Yeah. Toma is reflecting on it and his own personal losses because he so starts to think about. He, and, and he says something, it's like, all these people have been sacrificed. Yeah. Yeah. And he's not just thinking about the people who have gone missing. He's also thinking about, surprisingly, he's thinking about, uh, um, caliber also yeah like literally everybody <laughs> yeah all the people who died caliber um, um and he's thinking about how uh, he's uh, he's failing his promise to kento like he's, he's he, like he failed uh, kento died and then luna is like got sucked away it's like all right. these people and he's he's realizing that he's like he's been failing he's been yeah. failing a promise which is not something he does yeah and he's like i promised with a like past tense yeah and I it's like dot dot yeah, dot yeah. basically 
So it's kind of one of those like, oh, you poor guy. Yeah, sorry. Uh, so it's happening to you. So then it goes to the southern base. Yeah, it's the southern base, and Rake is spinning that, uh, spinning that story in her benefit. You know, yeah. kind of falsifying. Yeah. But she's really just hammering down to. She's all the, emphasizing the points that make her, uh, her idea yeah, better. Essentially, she's saying that the the sword of light admitted that. Uh, Toma's destined for power, yeah. which means we have to destroy him yeah. because he's going to get power. That means he's evil. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, but you—that would means you would have power, and that would make you evil. But we're an organization. Yeah. He's individual. We're much better than that. <laughs> um, and she's she's saying that um, you know, he's going to need to be destroyed, and so it's like Kenzen's speaking up, like, let me do it, and I think I think Rintaro is, is getting ready to be like, this is going too far, you know, like we're this is we're not there yet. It's like calm yeah. down, you know, yeah. not, not like that. More of like an angry sort of. I don't like this. Yeah. And then, uh, but Daishinji stands up. He's like, I hate fighting. That's yeah. how he starts most of his conversations. I hate fighting, but I'll do this. Yeah. He, like, specifically, he mentions that. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, so he talks about the fact that, like, oh, because she, she's like, are you sure you can do it? And that's when he says that. His family has been there since the beginning. Yeah. My, my, my lineage has been, has been crafting swords. For so it's like his lineage created this first one probably. Right. So he starts off with talking about his lineage and he starts talking about how his accomplishments as a swordsman are uh, like vast. Yeah. So if uh, he can speak for himself. Yeah. Like confidently. Yeah. So, it's like, so it looks of. like his generations were the ones that like have been making the swords. Yeah. And yeah. they've been doing it for 2,000 years. Exactly. And he's been here. So it's like Rintaro was like raised by this group, but like Daishinji is like his his family is this group. Yeah. It's like it's not like it's like almost no, like, they're, like they're like the backbone almost. Yeah, um, it's like his this group is his is not his family. His family is this group. Yeah, it's like the founding of this group. Like this, yeah. the sort of logos would be around. Like they would have the master logos who like founded it, but like they wouldn't be doing what they're doing without him and his right. family. Yeah, it's you like know? it's it's hard to call him old money because he was probably there before money. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like what are you talking about, old money? There was no money when we were doing this. This is like a it was like a volunteer gig. <laughs> we were we were leaves. <laughs> we were doing leaves. Uh, this is back when we were trading shells, man. I'll I'll handle this. And Rio's like, I'll go with you. And yeah, like, so Rio is back up. Yeah, he's yeah. like, okay, and then they go off. Yeah, they go off. I so. This is just great. Everything up to this point, it's like, yes, 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 yes. Okay, yeah. finally. And then it really shows what he was thinking. That explains why he was, uh, you know, contemplating so much about watching uh, what I'm assuming is watching Rekka be maintained. You know, because that's basically how you fix a sword. Like, if it gets a notch in it, you... Reforge it. Yeah, yeah, you put it back in, you hammer it out, you do what you do. Yeah. You know, it's not like you, you don't want to craft a whole new sword. As long as the there's like a... The core of it. Yeah, the core. You don't want to... If that breaks, then it's done. Yeah. So, uh, the, well, at that point, you have to go full So, on, you think like, to yourself, at this point, you're like, maybe he's just going to, like... Resmelt. Well, he's just going to go uh, join up with Tomo right now. Oh, you, you think yeah, so? Yeah, at, at this point, you're like, it's easily, he could be like, okay, yeah. He could easily. Yeah. yeah. But That's like... But, like, it's much better no, what, what's actually way. going. But, yes, like, yes, you're not yes. sure exactly what his plan is because he doesn't really tell, tell people anything. No. <laughs> That's part of Daishinji. <laughs> Just silently thinking. And, like, he knows. And he's like, this is a test. Yeah. It's like, I, you know, you got he was wanting him to pass the test last time. Yeah. But, but the thing is, is we didn't know, like. What's the test? Yeah. Is it a combat ability? Like, was that ever the thing? So, because, yeah, the last time they met. Something happened, and you're thinking, oh, maybe he's still, like on on his side now, and that he this is like all part of his. I'm thinking right. this could easily they could have easily gone. He's like, okay, now he's with him. Yeah, and this was just to like things were looking things were looking up. Yeah, regardless of him saying that the, the blade wasn't resounding at all, yeah. like he didn't hear anything from the blade. But it's like, is that a good thing? Like, what does yeah, that we mean? Never, we never knew if that was a good we're, or a bad thing. You don't want to hear screaming or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um. So then it goes and it shows 
uh, one of the sisters. Yeah, one of the twins. She's sitting there with like a massive table full of food. Like, like this, what is her warm up? I'm guessing. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> and she she turns around and she sees Wonder World and she's like, Oh, oh it's, I see it, it again. Yeah. What's going on here? Because she's confused. Obviously, like I would be too. Uh, honestly, if in her line of work, I'd be like, you know what? I've been eating way too much food. Yeah. And, start and then she turns my diet. around and there's just. Uh, uh, story was there and she has the proper reaction of freaking out yeah. Yeah, she's like slanting like up against the wall trying to get you know as far away from possible yeah, yeah, fight or flight's kicking in yeah yeah and, and he's just like right up into her the only thing she doesn't do is scream but she's like freaked out yeah she was probably gonna scream yeah and she gets over the shock of a freaky dude with like yeah, he's just, weird hair and he comes right in close to her and he just jams the book into her gut mm-hmm. and so she turns into like this uh, a bunch blob, like a purple, purple goo yeah purple, purple goo. blob thing globular and then from behind story use just three of the other megiddo it's the golem yeah. uh the snake the salamander the salamander and the ugly duckling and the ugly duckling yeah and they and, um, uh, they jump in and they merge yeah and she becomes a uh, charybdis yeah charybdis yeah so the interesting thing about this for me um, and I don't know if this is going to come into play on the next episode because we, we, we've been going on the assumption that it's two-episode uh, format, right? Yeah. Like if the, the Megiddo that shows up is going to show up in the next episode. Yeah. Uh, usually when you talk about Charybdis, you're also talking about Scylla mm-hmm. because they're both sea monsters in, the, in that mythos. Yeah. Um, like, you know, consuming whirlpools or whatever. It doesn't matter what kind of sea beast they are. But yeah. She's a twin. Yeah. So I, I don't know if it's going to be... Mm-hmm. Or maybe they're just kind of touching on Scylla by the fact that she is a twin, and so she's just Charybdis, and we never see Scylla, and that's fine. I'd be fine either way. Just something that, going into it, knowing that they're twins, and for some reason they chose twins. This monster will be in the next episode. I know that. Yeah, we know that. I'm just saying, will we see another Megiddo, or is that just it? Will it be Charybdis again, or will it be Scylla? Yeah, you see my point. Yeah. Yeah. Or is like the final form Scylla, or something like that. It's just the fact that they chose twins for this. Um, I think they at least understood that when usually you're talking about Charybdis, despite being not Scylla, usually you're also going to be talking about so and the funny thing is cryptus was actually uh female too yeah so there you go the daughter of poseidon <laughs> so anyway yeah yeah so she she turns into um oh the other thing i want to mention is all white cryptus is cool looking it is it's really cool it's like freaky it, it's it's and it's also like the suit is not overly done mm-hmm. so it's like um it's actually le- has less bulk to it than like most of the swordsman's yes. outfits. Yeah, there's like no frills almost. Yeah, and the head, uh, it's like teeth all the way around. Yeah, it's like there's no there's no neck or anything. Like there's no uh, back of the mouth. Yeah, <laughs> it's all just teeth. Yeah, it's it's a cool looking suit. Yeah. Um. So then it goes back to the bookstore. Yeah, and Tomo's kind of brooding, which this is okay. He actually has a reason to brood. Like we have yeah, something leading into like this Yeah, but it's like he's just brood. not in the. Lo- this should be on the roof. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I feel like now he's thinking that's cursed. You know? <laughs> Why haven't I just been brooding in the the comfortable you know climate of my room? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he. Sh- I mean, he should be on the roof though. That's the best place yeah. to. And it. Well, he never has to worry about his hat blowing away down here. <laughs> yeah, it is February. Um, but so, uh, May's yeah. over there. She sees him. She's about ready to take some of the books back, and she sees why he's brooding, and she's just like, okay. Yeah, so yeah. comes uh, over to try to cheers him up. Yeah. But she doesn't really have anything to cheer him up with. Yeah. Because she was there. Yeah. She saw everything that he's brooding about. Basically, she's just like, I'm here for you, buddy. Yeah, let's, let's fight. You know, let's it, do it. it <laughs> and um, it, she just, says it, something, and it looks like he might have given one of those um, – you know, non-genuine sort of, yeah, but he never did. Because it was like, he was looking at her and you were thinking his body language is going to be like, yeah, you're right, you know, sure. Yeah. To where it's like, he's trying to acknowledge that she's trying to cheer him up, but it was just like one of those, he looks at her and then he just kind of turns away. Yeah. It's like, oh, damn. That's when you know you've reached a low point for your hero. Yeah. Because he can't even bring up the, you know, enough effort to be like, yeah, you're right. And this is when, uh, the funny thing is, is like, the door we, they chose. <laughs> yeah, first off, they just come through the front door. But the fact of the matter is, is like, they always 
know where he is. Yeah. But, I mean, but it's, 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 it makes sense because he only goes to like four places. Mm-hmm. But it's like, but they act like when they're in the southern base, like it's so hard to get him. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I don't even understand that. It's like, one of those things. Every where time they look for him, they find him right away. But they act like it's just like we gotta catch yeah. him. I mean, they're we so spot him. on. It's almost like they have like tracking. But yeah, they're always devices. like in the southern base. They're like, we gotta catch him. We gotta stop him. We gotta beat him. Right. And then whenever they take any effort to find him, he's right there. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's the Tachibana pipe with the tracking device. You know? Yeah. You got a tracking device necklace or. Yeah, yes. No, they just go to his house. Yeah. I'm sure that they have like <laughs> spying crystals and all that. And so it's almost like. But we don't see it. They could have been like, let's check the roof first. See, honestly, I, <laughs> I, I relate to this whole thing. of It's not necessarily the difficulty to find the person. It's it's more about wanting to conjure up the effort to leave the house. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, like, I could, but come on. I mean, I got to go out there. It's cold. It's February, you know, <laughs> yeah, and I'm yeah. like. I'm just going to want to chill, you guys. You ever just thought, hey, let's just play an MMO? We got five of us. We got a whole party, man. (laughs) So so anyways, uh, yeah, Daishinji and Ryo show up. Yeah, they show up. And and this is like, right, this is basically what Toma wanted. He was wanting to see them so he can, because he gets out of his seat immediately. He's like, oh, I, you know. Oh, no, what it was is uh, what she said to them is she's like, we need, let's just go get them on our side. Yeah, that's what she said to Toma. Yeah. Yeah. We need to get them on our side and that's when they come in, which is like, it's like, okay, I'm going to try this. Yeah. And he's just like, And he basically begs them to like, let's work together. Let's fight together. And then Daishinji is just like, what? You just don't know. Yeah, you don't know anything. You don't know how hard it is to be a swordsman yeah basically it's like you're just naive it's like the the fact is that as a swordsman you're going to be burdened by other things he doesn't say this but at this point it's almost like daishinji's like you're not a real swordsman because you haven't failed yeah it's like he he says the more you fight the heavier your burden and that means the more burdens that you carry on you the heavier you are yeah you you you, all you do is win yeah you're not a true swordsman (laughs) you gotta you gotta start losing some it's well because especially with the way that he he deals with losing it's like you you uh Say, like, let, let's be fair. Thomas cheated away his way out of like <laughs> into like many victories. Right. Yeah. He's just like, and, and like they pointed out later, he just comes up with a new book whenever he needs to win. Right. I mean, he's created books. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah. win. <laughs> yeah. And the and the thing is that you know it's it's nice. Okay. Like we want to believe in that guy that can keep all his promises, and yeah. um, you know, the world's not going to come in and sucker punch your plans away. You know, it, it, your intentions are fully that you will keep that promise, but sometimes. <laughs> Just stuff happens. Yeah. You know, and it's like one of those things where at this moment in Toma's arc, he is he's incapable of getting over the hump of, wow, I just failed. Yeah. He I failed repeatedly. He he can't just be like he can't gumption his way into a victory at this point. Yeah. There's no moxie there. There's nothing. And also there's nothing. uh, It's too much for him by himself. Right. Uh, He should just whip out another book. Yeah. But uh, (laughs) and And so and uh, uh, it's like it's like. When I fought you, your sword didn't resonate like a true swordsman. Uh, like a true swordsman, it didn't res. So it's like you're fighting with the the sword, mm-hmm. but the sword and you aren't like in tune. Yeah. So let's fight. So I'm gonna ask your blade. Yes. Why it shows you, <laughs> and like that's how Daishinji operates. He, that's how he do. Is it, for him, people lie. Yeah. Blades tell the truth. Yep. And so that's like a, that's a cool thing, and that like totally goes with his character. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So um, and this next scene's cool. Yeah, so they're so, at their warehouse. They're at the warehouse. You, 
I wonder if I could fi- we could find this warehouse next time we're in Japan. Yeah, just to see how far away it is from whatever location they <laughs> yeah, are. Yeah, because it's the same warehouse every single time. Yeah. Like this is the warehouse that like double had the 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 virus thing. You know, this right. <laughs> it's just dude. Just, oh, tell me, tell me how sick it would be if we get to Japan, we find the warehouse, and they're literally shooting a scene. <laughs> That's where I was like, hey, I know we were gonna go somewhere today, but this is a once in a lifetime. Game. Yeah, let's like let's not whip out our phones. Let's be respectful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. So. Uh, it's the warehouse, and they do this sweet henshin. Yeah. So, yeah, okay, so this, this is crazy. First, they're staring each other down, and they both whip out their books, and then they go through the henshin, right? But here's the thing. they, they It's like they're—we've seen it before. They slash out the—, the um, their mask shape. Yeah, there's like a cross across uh, Rekka's or across uh, Saber's face, Saber's and there's face. like a, 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 a it's like a splash, uh, yeah, like diamond thing. And of. as they're henching, they they clash with each other, and then they Bounce get on their faceplate. <laughs> yeah. But the other really cool thing about the scene for me, and this is something that I wouldn't have noticed had you not uh, up to this point, sh- you know, explained it to me and stopped it and been like, "Did you see that? Do you understand what just happened there?" They henching at the same time. Yeah, even though they're fighting. Yeah, so they're they're about to fight each other. So it's like they're at equal pay. They're at an equal level here. Yeah. Yeah. Or like they they both agree this is about what this, needs to be done. Yeah, about this fight yeah. the same way. So it's yeah, it's cool. They henchin at the same time. Yeah. The big books, like this is the transformation that should always be. Like yeah. forget going to the library. Yeah. Let's forget that. <laughs> and so they and they clash and they're like there's a couple sword slashes and then they they almost lock blades, but uh slash takes his blade and runs it upwards. And so, then there's some sparks flying. Yeah, and he, he like kind of throws his his blade off target, and then I think he kicks him into the next room. I'm not really sure how it happens, but... Uh, He's knocked into the next room. I think just the, the force of slashing up the blade. And yeah. Then, and then... Uh, Tom was like, whoa, what was what's that? that? Yeah. Like, what the heck was that? Because <laughs> he, he hasn't yet put two and two together yet, but he so he, he does the only thing he can think of at the moment, one volume slash. Create yeah. some distance. I need to like get something going on here. Yeah. And so you see like uh uh Slashy gets covered in flame or whatever, but he's like running right through it and the fight continues. And then uh we see Rio and May, they're like watching from the outside. Yeah. And he so it, you see Toma in his head, he keeps like, Wow, that this blade is so heavy, like I can't I can't stop it from Yeah, because Rio is just, uh, not Rio, uh Daishinji is just like slamming it down and like all all Toma can do is like block and defend. Right. And and uh I think May says something about like what's going on and you know like how is this happening? And, and Rio says that uh, Daishinji's blade is heavy. Yeah, it's heavy with his burdens that he he wields as a swordsman. Yeah, uh, essentially. And he because of like all basically because of all the failures. The, yeah. The, the longer you're a swordsman, the more likely you are to fail, and then that becomes a burden you have to bear if you keep going. Yeah. You know. And um, I think at this point Daishinji does uh, he he puts Rock Band into his sword. At first, I thought he started off with Bremen. But he doesn't. He's using his he, because the the way he's talking is very um, outspoken, yeah. which is unusual for the silent swordsman. Uh, you know, Hansel to Gretel. You yeah, know, Hansel and Gretel. Uh, but he's serious about this. Fight. Yes, yes. But no, I, he doesn't. He doesn't use. He doesn't use uh, rock band until Toma goes to Sayori. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because it starts off with him using um, the journey to the west, yeah, uh, to whip it out, and then he he goes back with um, a loaded as like the one volume slash version of his. He doesn't actually switch to rock band. He just uh, slashes, yeah. yeah. And then uh, uh, May says, "Well, Toma's had failures too, and he's gotten stronger too. Yeah, and you know, basically, like it should be an equal fight. So what you said doesn't, you know, doesn't really correlate to what I'm trying to but say. But it's like what it is is that Toma doesn't." equate those to him being a swordsman yeah rio says he's not a true swordsman yet because um like you said he doesn't equate that to being a swordsman he just equates that to being a failure as a human being <laughs> right. yeah he's not understanding that you know there's you're, you're basically 
you're adopting these risks, you know, like you're taking yeah. on it's a responsibility. Yeah, so he hasn't he hasn't given over to becoming a swordsman. Toma at this point he still sees himself as a writer who uh, like a writer guy who sometimes is a swordsman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, he hasn't given himself over to it. And as a result, he's not able to like go all the way. Right. So uh Toma goes three volumes. Yeah. And uh, tries to do a final slash, doesn't work. Yeah, because because seriously, he's getting hammered down. Like every yeah. even when he blocks the sword, it's like he, he just barely Gets sparks flying all over the and place. And it's like they hit deep because you know he can't really keep his arms up for the the shots. And um, at some point, it, like he he flashes through again, like all the people that he doesn't want to suffer, and he he yells out that he doesn't want people to suffer anymore. And he it goes from the triple to the just the single. Just brave no, dragon. So first, what happens is is that because it starts to spark up, right? No, this, before that, uh, Daishinji knocks him down, and he says, like, "Yeah, you you depend way too many on your books." Yes, that's exactly it. You depend to, on your books, and so that means you yeah. haven't evolved. Into that's what Ri- yeah, Rio explains to to me that um, he's, he's like an excellent. He he's really good at bringing excellently, yeah, and, and like we've seen that because he's he's able to like bypass the limits of like getting tired and all this stuff, yeah. and like. I mean, he because he's the writer and yeah. he's able to like create new books and stuff like that. And like mm-hmm. we said, every time he needed to win, he just upped his book game. Yeah, yeah. Whether he uses it in a new and, and interesting way, or he just straight up made a new book. Yeah, and he like finds other books, he uses other books and stuff like that. But like Daishinji is like you're fo- you relying too much on your books, which means you can't improve as a sword. You can't be a good swordsman. Yeah, you can't be a swordsman because you're not relying on your sword. You're relying on the powers of the books. Right. Yeah, and that's what fires him up with the the I just don't want people to suffer anymore. Yeah, and so then he goes back to one. Yeah, because, well, it's like it's almost like he he isn't purposefully doing it. It's like as he's starting to hit, uh, strike back. He's like going pure. Yeah, it's like it knocks off his his third book, and then it knocks off his second book. I mean, it doesn't like straight up knock it off, but he's only got Brave Dragon. Now. Yeah, so it's just like just straight up normal Brave Dragon. Right, and he's going and he's going and it's starting to hit harder. Yeah, and as he's hitting harder, there's like a small. It starts off with like small sparks, and then the sword starts to get uh, red as if it's been uh, put in hot coals. Uh, yeah, and um. And then there's like you know, a cool down. like a scene of like the sword coming down and uh, it goes on fire. Yeah, straight up on fire. Like lights on fire. And at first I thought it was just visual effects. No, they, 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 they loaded. They they're having a fight with flame swords right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's and, awesome. And it looks intense. And they're holding it. And uh, Daishinji blocks, mm-hmm. but he powers through Daishinji and like knocks his sword away. Right. And, and as he he hits so hard that he dehensions himself. Yeah. So the actor of Toma is just holding behind him a sword on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Can you yeah. imagine if, like, you're, like, looking at the, uh, you're an actor, you come in, so what am I doing today? Oh, I'm holding a flaming sword. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and, and the suit actor has probably done this a million times, so he's yeah. used to a flaming sword being, like, f- inches from his face. Yeah, they don't Whatever. use flaming swords as often now because they can do visual effects and stuff, and uh-huh. it's like, it takes less time to do the visual yeah, effects because less resources too yeah um in kaku ranger the finishing move for like their big sword thing was actually a flaming sword and it was pretty sweet <laughs> that's dope yeah because it was a g- big giant robot with a real flaming sword in it. exactly yeah so so to reset the scene now uh daishinji's sword has been knocked out of his hand and it's clattered to the ground maybe like 12 feet away from him and toma's sitting there now unhensioned and uh worked yeah because he's lost a lot he's of that exhausted fight. <laughs> yeah but he's he's got the sword in his hand still and uh, the fire goes out and he kind of like looks at the sword and he's like, heck, like, and at first <laughs> second, I'm like, did something change about the sword? But it didn't. No. And then, uh, Dai Shinji walks over and he's on Henshin. Yeah. He's picking up his sword on Henshin. And he's just like, he says, uh, 
I heard a little. Yeah, your sword resounded a little, a little bit, and then he like walks just walks away. off. And but he he also uh, he's like cleaning off his sword like you would if you were a swordsman and it just hit the ground. Yeah, and the fight's <laughs> over like before you sheathe it again. Yeah, yeah. It's very it's very samurai. Yeah, it's like totally like silent. Well, Daishun Yelta has like the pulled back hair. Yeah, you know no, he's he, very. The more you he, think about he, it, the more you realize he's very. Uh, what is that actor? Uh, not the actor, the director who made all the samurai movies. Oh, which one? <laughs> the, the famous one that everyone like you did Samurai Seven and oh 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 uh uh is it Akira uh. Oh my God! Why can I not know this? Like, is it Hayabusa or something? No. Like that? Oh my God! You you could ask me this at any point today when we weren't talking about Saber, and I would have been able to tell you who it is. Um, I want to say is it Tori? No, it's not. It's uh, Go Jimbo, Seven Samurai. Oh, Seven Samurai, not Samurai Seven. Samurai Seven was it's an anime. anime. Uh, Seven Samurai was the forty five film. Uh. Akira Kurosawa. Kurosawa. Kurosawa film. There you go. Thank you. I was like, like, like he's very Kurosawa. Yeah. Like he plays, he's not like what real samurai were. It's just like royalty. It was just yeah. like. Well, you're it, just, it, yeah, you're just basically knighted. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it, it's, the, it's the version. That's yeah. the parallel. I mean, there was. You were there, born into land. There was samurai accountants and samurai, yeah. like, you know, all that stuff. But uh, yeah. the 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 idealized samurai. He's the, yeah, he's the romanticized like, version. He's he's the TV movie samurai. Yes, <laughs> but he's like he has the po- ponytail and all that stuff. He's a modern yeah samurai. Modern samurai swordsman. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So he he wipes the blade clean. He walks off saying it resounded a little. And um, I think that it just goes to the bad guys right right after that scene. Yeah, it goes to the bad because it's like him staring at his sword and like kind of uh, no. So Thomas goes up like, and he's, up and he's like, what? It's just like and and he Thomas looks like. I got something from Rekka, a little bit of something. There. Yeah, like he's starting to like realize something just happened. Like and he, what just happened? Because when the uh, when the little bit of uh, remin- renaissance happened, he felt something from Rekka. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. he's like getting in tune with Rekka, and mm-hmm. then it goes to the bad guys, and it's Storius and uh, yeah. uh, it's Legial and Zeus pissed. They're pissed off. They're and, like, and how just so you know, this table is now not filled with books. Yeah, and he's just like, how dare you use our, our Megiddo? Megiddo. And, and and then like story slams and he's like, Are you trying to make another disaster? Oh, Zuas says it. Yeah. yeah, he's like, Are you trying to make it a disaster? Which like so that's yeah. so many questions. So like disaster is a combination of all the types of Megiddo? Yeah, he's an amalgam freak of like a uh, stitch golem. I'm still of... wondering, perhaps, if disaster is Kento's dad. I kinda hope so. I feel like I, I want Possessed to say by all the Megiddo. Yes, that that was a book shoved into his stomach and that's what happened. That would be so freaking cool that would be why caliber had him chained up yeah. the reason why he releases him kind of in a in a with some like derision you know and, and also in chained yes and that's why like he comes in and he like kills him and stuff so that would be like yeah it's like justice d- for him but not you know yeah about. yeah yeah how he's just kind of be, he's not even sure why he hates caliber but it's because he's yeah, like because how much of his his uh, yeah. human, you know past life does he yeah so uh, take as his own. I, I would like to think that it's like Kento's dad with all the yeah, different books and stuff. It would be so cool. That'd be a great twist, man. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. Um, it might even be something cooler. Who knows? Uh, so yeah, they're, they're angry. Using me, you know, he says that you know, um, this is what we need. There's, you know, he walks over. It's actually in the room. Yeah, Charybdis is in the room, and he goes there. I think he pets its head. Yeah, uh, talking about how this is just the way. You know, yeah, this how is, it's gonna work. This is the Megiddo we needed. Yeah. You know, it's uh, gonna create what uh, he said. What an amazing altar book this one's gonna create. Right. And so um, then it goes back to... Uh, it's, it's Daishinji and Ryo yeah. talking. Yes. In the best way possible. Yeah. Daishinji is like on a second story, like fire escape, like... Yeah. Um, and uh, Ryo is like on the ground level. Not, not even near the fire escape. Yeah. Like halfway away. They're like Daishinji, 30, 40... They're, they're social distancing. 
They're yeah. like 30, 40 feet away, but they're having a normal conversation, yeah. being all cool. Dai- Daishinji's looking the other direction. There's no way they could hear each other, no. especially in February. It's blowing wind. No, no, no. no but it looks cool. Yeah. And so um, <laughs> Daishinji is, sto- is, is stoked. Yeah, he's super excited because he like he remembers. Uh, he might have had the flash earlier. That's what I think it was. I, that's what I mean. He was he was ruminating over the uh, the likelihood that it could be true, but and, and also I think a little bit worried that it won't be true. But yeah, I think he had a flash during the fight of his grandfather. Yeah, and his grandfather when, once it started heating up. But it basically says that whoever can make this sword like shine, mm-hmm. follow his path. Because yes. he's going to lead us to like the the end or whatever. Yeah, the he's the man. He's the man. He's he's the chosen one. Yeah, and 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 Daishinji is talking to Ryo about how essentially, yeah, he's the he's the hero of legend essentially, and um, he's quitting the sword of logos to follow him. Yeah. And so hopefully that you don't have any problem with that. And and Ryo is like, hey, give a glint your eye. You, we're on the same. We got the same goals. Respect. Love you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> we're on the same goals. Go do what you got to do. Yeah. I know you're not going to get in my way. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically like, yeah. No, yeah. With, I respect your decisions, man. Yeah, we're we're buds. Yeah. Now, over the last like six episodes, seven episodes, we've been talking about how the idea is that one by one, they're going to come back to Toma's side. Yeah. Never, ever did I think that meant they would quit the Sword of Logos. Uh, that was never once. He's going to, he's going to, he's going to form a new group, the Logos of Swords. Yeah. <laughs> if, if I had, if I had even said that in a ramble, it was never a legitimate thought in my mind. Of them all just like quitting, quitting the Sword of Logos yeah. to join Toma. Yeah. It makes so much sense though. Yeah. yeah Cause the Sword of Logos is like, we're more efficient. It's like corrupt. It's got problems going for it. Right. It just makes so much sense. Which is going to, which this is what's going to make it, makes me think that maybe Rintaro will be the final one then. Right. Yeah, no, now it's definitely leading up to him being, because uh, he's also the most powerful, uh, as far as the book's power, not necessarily his ability as a swordsman. Yeah, Daishinji's the best swordsman. Yeah, from what we've seen, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Everyone else has something to learn. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, Rintaro has the most, like, power. Yeah, he has the most potential, I think, of the, of the not counting Toma. Yeah. Um. Because, you know, that's he's the main guy. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, like book levels wise, he's mm-hmm. actually at the same level as Toma right yes. now. Where he where, uh, he should be performing better than he is. Yeah. Because uh, he has the th- the the mech uh, uh, one where he trans- transforms into a, a Zoid. Yeah. And because it's uh, interesting also because he was he was the best single volume swordsman. Yeah. And then now that there's a triple volume, he's not the best anymore. And I think it's also got to do with um the effort he was putting in before versus now he's like, his emotions are not where they were. Like, because before, just to get the third volume, he went through that whole hyperbolic time chamber and, you know, thinking about his dead master (laughs) and that sort of, like, anger arc thing. Um, I'm I'm not sure if the writers know what they want to do with him. Yeah. I I, I wonder if that's part of it. Well, I think the idea is that he is the, uh, not the anti, but the opposite of Toma, Mm -hmm. where he is the person who doesn't question, but they want him to be on the same level as Toma. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's he's the uh, he's supposed to be like Toma is what the sort of logos were supposed to be, Mm -hmm. and um, Rintaro is the product of of, like what the sort of logos are. He's like the perfect of like what the sort of logos have become. Mm -hmm. You know, not necessarily the treacherous part that we're starting to dig into, but but um, like yeah, but what they want. Yeah, they want a person who just like follows orders and does the things. Yeah, the romanticized version in the way that that if you don't count all the shady stuff that's happening in the background, this is what he should be doing. Yeah, Yeah. he's the soldier versus the hero. Yes, I think that's actually the best way. I think yeah, that's definitely good. The champion, the the champion, and the hero. Yeah. So uh, Rintaro is the soldier. He follows the orders. He does the the duty. Whereas Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Toma is the hero who like 
vanquishes the evil and does does the brave thing even if it's like against the king's orders and all that stuff yeah um so uh which would uh was getting juicy yeah (laughs) it's so um, juicy it goes back to i think this is where it goes back to tassel right yes goes back to tassel and we find out that tassel has been hoarding books yeah he's like got a chest open and he's like throwing books on the ground trying to find (laughs) what he's looking for and yuri's like not pleased with how long this is taking he's like reaching into his pocket and then he like he's like oh Puts off his hat, reaches in, and there's a book in his hat, and a picture of himself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sometimes I just gotta. Legend. I sometimes I just gotta like lift myself up by yeah. looking at a picture of myself, like giving a thumbs up. I think yeah. that's what it was. It was like actually I, I, one of the hardest hits that I've had at work in the last couple of weeks is that they removed the the hallway mirror, so now I can't watch myself gloriously exit onto the floor. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>, so <laughs> sometimes you just need to pick me up, and how do you do that? You look at a picture of yourself. It's like, Damn. I'm- <laughs> so uh then he hands the book it's the book that he hands to yuri yeah and uh i love it okay so he, he gives him the book and it's um it's basically the same generic book that he has already it's kind of slightly different color and he it's called you know something slightly different but once he grabs it and puts it into his belt like thunder starts cracking and and the the lights are dimming and it's the a wonder world story of Ko- kogukun cycle yeah, so you, you can see it's just kind of like me. It's the Wonder World storybook. But yeah. once he puts it in the belt and the, all the stuff happens, he takes it back out. It's X Swords Man. So he puts it in his belt, and you, if you've seen his belt, his belt is like turns into the sword mm-hmm. because he pulls it out. But then it turns out that when he activates the book, the book goes back into the belt belt hole, and it turns out that the this has got to be probably the cool thing about the toy to like maybe find out. So the books fit into a slot in the various uh, toys. Yeah. So the sword has a sp- has a thinner spot on the opening for his gold and silver book. Yes. But when he pulls out the sword, his belt has a spot to put a book in. Yes. And that's where his book goes. So it's yeah. like I wonder if, like what the other books say when you like put that. In. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does it work? But it's the it's the X Swordsman book, which is a massive book. It's yeah, the biggest than, book. Rather than Sword X Man, it's X Swordman. Yeah. Yeah. And this is where we actually they definitively say X too. So. But you know, this is a double meaning because he used to be a swordsman. That's he's an X Swordsman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's a double. It's like a. Quadru- yes, I picked up on that too. I'm glad because I was actually about to say it. I'm, he's I'm glad an X Swordsman who is now X Swordsman. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> And uh, it actually, uh, I like the way it looks. It's a cool, con- I didn't think green was going to really jive with this yeah. as far as the book. I'm not talking about the suit. Yeah. Um, but it does. It looks yeah. cool. I, yeah. I like it. Yeah. And I like what's coming up too. Yeah. But, so then uh, it um, then it goes to the next part is the monster attack. Yeah. We see some people fleeing for their lives as and they in should. In a nice, good old standard Kamen Rider Corey. I mean, how long has yeah. it been? Yeah. How long has it been? At least yeah. in Saber. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's nice to see. I mean, this episode, we had the warehouse. Yeah. And now we have the quarry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. We we've just al- needed a river. Yeah. Well, we've had the river in the, in the show before. Yeah. I just meant the same episode. Yeah. Get the turkey. <laughs> yeah. Gobble, gobble. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we, we also see the monster and uh, a bit of its power. It can get a massive, like, devouring mouth. That, that just, comes out of its chest for some reason. It comes out of its chest, and it, it, it two bites, like, you know, womp, womp, uh, freaking, what is it? Like, those giant trucks that carry gravel to yeah. and fro, like, to get out of a construction site, and yeah, they dump a, somewhere. Yeah, it's like a huge hauler thing. And so... Yeah, two bites. And so, uh, and of course... Well, we can we can assume because May has the magic book that tells her where to go. Yeah. So the the first time that we were watching this, I I had missed that it was uh, Charybdis early yeah. on. So I'm like, what is this? Like a plant man eater thing? Like, yeah. What am I looking at here? And it, it didn't really make um uh, that much sense to me. And then even though it still kind of looks plant like, 
we don't know what a sea creature. It's more like a sarlacc pit, really. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it is. It or um, it reminds me a lot of the worms from Dune. Yes. Yeah. You see my point. Yeah. So uh, I'm wondering. I'm like, so it's a legend and a creature and a, a story. A story. Yeah. But like legends are story. It's it's very yeah. It's like what's the what is their definition of a legend and a story? Like what's the difference in their mind? Yeah. Because um, it's like uh, the thing is, is legends are supposed to be uh fictional creatures hmm. but then zoos are supposed to be real creatures yeah it's like well so it's like yeah <laughs> so you can't have both of those <laughs> yeah. it's kind of funky it's they, kind of funky they just show something yeah uh, it, it's no it, the thing that being said it does work out like yeah. this is definitely a formidable beast that's been created yes um which we see because you know toma shows up and um you know goes through the i think he starts right off in three volumes right i believe so yeah yeah he starts in with all three in and he's fighting it and um it's your typical well, back the, the, well how it works it's like it's a bit weird because he slams one book down and he has all three in his belt right <laughs> so you know it's it, he's attacking it he knocks it on its back and then well, it, when they first arrive they see that it's uh what's her name the emoto is like yeah because it, well they see the creature and it's like oh what's going on and then you see her like head coming out of yeah. it like help me eh. yeah you know, as you would. <laughs> so they know that it's not, uh, that it's one where it's people. Yeah. yeah so uh, they fight, and he starts fighting it, and he's yeah, he gets it onto its back, and yeah, then it, and, and he's about to. I don't know what he's going to do. Probably just slice it, but yeah. it's like gullet opens up, and the two golem fists come out, it, and like start fighting him, and then <laughs> disappears. Yes. Yeah. The, not the not the the fists. Charybdis. Yeah, Charybdis straight up disappears. And so he's fighting off the fists, and then he just starts getting hit by the invisible thing. Yeah, he actually, um, like, he, I think it lifts him off the ground and yeah, starts choking, choking him. him. And then he puts the sword in to do a final page slash, mm-hmm. and he uh, he does a slash, cuts off its arm, and it stumbles back, and then it regrows its arm, yeah. showing that it's got the... Yeah, goes all Namekian on him. Well, just that's what the uh, salamander did. Yeah, that's what the salamander did. Because the, the second time through, I was trying to remember what the salamander's, uh, his gig was. Like, because we see the golem's fist, we see the the um invisibility. invisibility of the ugly duckling and then i'm like wait what was it that the, was and then i was like oh yeah, yeah it regrows his tail yeah he regrows stuff yeah makes sense so uh they're fighting and uh so they, they like they start fighting some more and uh crib just like pins tome uh saber down yeah and, and then saber is like holding it up and he's like remembering he's like i want a saber i want a saber mm-hmm. and then his sword starts glowing daishinji is right now yeah he, he's like toma you know he's trying you know because he's just a- making his entrance and uh he's with may and yeah, as uh, he as he's doing this uh, toma's holding it up he i think daishinji comments on how the that he's starting to separate them yeah because with the power of the sword uh, I don't remember which one because they're it's 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 uh, mommy and uh, Remy and so oh you mean the twins yeah so it just doesn't matter which one but yeah. one of the, but she's like being separated but it doesn't quite work and goes back and so it's like he's kind of activating the power of yeah. of it but he's not all the way in yeah it, and it could be either it could be either because he's not as sure as himself as a swordsman yet or he's got got the power like totally in line or yeah. it could also be that this creature is just that much stronger than yeah the other I mean Medito. and that's what she said it revived a little bit yeah you know he's not all the way there yet. But he's he's making he's making headway. So this creature, um, it, it goes to attack a bystander. There's like a worker well, for he, some he reason. He gets thrown off. Yeah, he gets thrown off, like knocked away in behind the thing, uh, yeah. in behind like some rubble or whatever. And there's just a construction worker there. Yeah, and this thing will eat anything. Yeah, I mean that's what the first thing we see is it eating a huge gravel truck. And so the mouth comes over to grab him and Toma. Yeah, and the one Toma. worker that's sitting there gawking in the middle of this fight. It's like, dude, you deserve this. <laughs> so Toma does the thing and he pushes him. Out yeah, of he does the thing. He so does he, the thing. No, <laughs> pushes him by the shoulder. That guy goes flying and then womp. He gets. And they're just like ah. And then uh, like literally eaten, sucked into the belly. Yeah, whole. Yeah. And so um, 
you see Mei, she's like, what? Yeah. And then Dai Shinji, he's just about ready to put his book into it. He's about ready to henchin go after yeah. you. Go, go in. And then we hear a voice. Yeah. Uh, y- Yuri with his hero entrance. Yeah. I can't remember what his quote was or what his uh yeah his intro. I remember his quote later, but uh, but like this, but he's uh something about like swordsman arriving or whatever. Yeah, and then he they're like it's like where have you been? And so he transforms, he transforms just straight into his base form. Yeah, and he throws him. He, he doesn't throw himself. He flies down. He throw. He kind of like throws himself with flies, the sword. Yeah. yeah, so that it lands like it slashes and it 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 goes right by Charybdis and like the shadow self pops up. Yeah, so and it starts of a shadow. And then he, he slashes, and then he doesn't waste any time. Nope. And he uses X-Swordsman. Yeah, episode one, fight with all colors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the idea is that he's an American comic book. Yeah, and so he the suit looks totally cool. I mean, the palette's wonky, but damn. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like it's just it massive colors all over the place, yeah. but it works. It works. And so he's a full color, mm-hmm. and uh, the cool thing is that he doesn't move jaggedly. Mm-mm. He moves like a swordsman. Yes. And so this, like, pays off how badly he moved before. Yeah. Where they'll be like, okay, we have a plan that when he goes full color, he'll move like a person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were building up to this. They really yeah. were. Um, and, it, and, and there's fighting, and the thing that's really cool about this is it's like you're watching a comic book. Like an animated comic book. Yeah, because it does. Flipping through pages. Uh, there, and you there was, the, they did this in uh, that um, the manga issues of uh, uh, Zero One. Yeah. Where they have like overlays to make it like comic-y. Yeah. But this one is like more full color and stuff. Right. And the funny thing is, I don't know if you caught it, but they had the comic panels and all this stuff. But all the panels were written in the sort of logo script. Yeah. <laughs> so it was not like Japanese or in English. It's the sort of logo script. As it should. I wonder <laughs> if somebody's going to translate that for us. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I like mean, take the, the frame by frame. With yeah. The whole thing the is cipher. The, the whole uh, language has been ciphered. It's just a cipher. It's not actual language. It's a cipher. Yeah. Because it's just uh, letter for letter. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does. I doubt it has grammatical rules or anything like that. <laughs> it's just it's just a straight up cipher. Like pick Latin is a cipher. It's not a language. Yeah. Um, Guess you don't know a cipher is a language turned into something else by a straight conversion. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so yeah, the thing co- like uh, Charybdis mouth open tries to eat Yuri. Yeah. So Yuri goes into stage two of his of his thing where he just transfers all the color to one arm. Yeah, yeah, and it, he gets this really cool looking shield. Yeah. And here's the thing: I have a weakness. I like heavy gauntlets. I like bladed gauntlets. I like. Uh, form-fitted or sleek bucklers mm-hmm. or shields. Uh, that's why I like Captain America first mm-hmm. off. As, and I, I really did like his uh, his dual shield sort of setup in uh, Infinity War. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Totally cool. And so this is that, but like it's got a cross uh, shield on it, so it's like he's got two different jagged so what's, edges. Oh, what's all, it's in, so it's his mask combined to his arm. Yeah. But what's funny is like, so when he's the shadow, the sword does the talking. Mm. But when he's got this... The the shield does the talking. Yeah, the shield's doing the talking. The, the shield's doing the talking. So the shield is Yuri, and it's using this sword. Yeah. So that's him, like, becoming the swordsman again instead of the sword. Right. Uh, and so he's and just like, now. okay, well, this is where it is. And so he, the, mo- the mouth is coming, and he just reaches in and grabs Toma out of the abyss of the mouth, because why not? He's Yuri. He can do whatever <laughs> he wants. Um, for all we know, Toma was actually dead. He just brought him back to life. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> he just rewrote time and reality and brought this guy back to life. Who knows? Right. <laughs> and, he, and he does his uh, special moves like X sword break or something like that. Yes. So he does it and he throws Toma out of the way and he does an X sword break. So it's like a slash while he goes by and then he turns around, does another slash and that creates the X. Yeah. And, and then, then the X blows up 
Um, so I guess I guess my prediction was both right and wrong. So he he did destroy multiple Megiddos, but it was just the one Megiddo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it's like I don't know. I got mixed uh, the, the lady gets like knocked away too, and he like grabs. Yeah, uh, I think Tom she actually gets separated at some point. Yeah. Um, I can't remember how this happened. Probably with the shield. It was a it was a um it was a regular attack first, mm. like right after Toma, and then Toma grabs her, and then he does the exit okay, break. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. So uh, then it blows up. And she is like, she's conscious, and she's like, "Thank you, thank you." Mm-hmm. And then uh, Yuri comes over. <laughs> the hero line. <laughs> the hero line is just like, "There's no need to think. It's only the job of a righteous swordsman." And <laughs> Maze is like, "You just stole that line straight from a comic book, straight from a comic book." Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, slaps him, and she's like, "Where have you been?" Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I've been on the other side of the screen. Right. <laughs> and then he says something about noticing the uh, the change in mood or change in tone or no, something says, like that. No, he says, says, I came back at a real interesting time. Yeah, that's what it was. Oh, oh like uh, appropriate or interesting time. Yeah, because he's, he's, he's alluding to uh, Daishinji being there on Toma's side. Yeah. And that and, Toma's probably got an air about him that's a little different. And so uh, Daishinji comes up, she's like, Toma. I want to fight with you. Yeah, I think they. I don't know. If and they then shake hands. Yeah. They, they they shake hands. And then like that's then it goes to the credits. Mm-hmm. And we see the credits. And this is something that people need to know about. Like Japanese shows, you watch the end of the credits on every single episode mm-hmm. of every single show because you never know. Sometimes they do it. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes once in like twelve episodes they'll have it. Yeah. And sometimes they'll never have it. You exactly. have to watch all the way to the end of the credits. Yeah. We get a post credit scene. Post credit scene. It's all night. Mm-hmm. And do you see? Uh, the the pieces. scattered pieces of Charybdis that separate into their own pools of purple muck yeah. and goo, and they form back together. And they, the book is half done. Yeah. So this this wasn't even the final form. And that's why probably it was all white. Yeah. It was kind of like uh, alluding to... So then it I goes... Mean, you see the, it with growing form on Kuga. Yeah. So it's the... Uh, goes in the preview. So most likely what's happening is that the book gets put into the sister. Yeah. Yeah. You see what, I, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I feel like it's... it's uh, Like you can't... You have twins. Yeah. Charybdis. So, come so on. It might be. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then it, it also seems like it's like the sister, uh, the one that like did this thing here, she like comes to them and it's like, need your help and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So they'll be in the next book, but it also looks like it's going to be about Rio. Yeah. It's going to be a Rio centered episode. It looks like maybe he's the next one to join. Yeah. Um, which I have mixed feelings about because I mean, we, we know ultimately they want to, uh, the, the, the end goal of all of this is them all leaving yeah. the sort of lowest, obviously. Yeah. But I feel like if he's the only other one trying to unearth the truth. But it could be the thing is, is like it's the it could be the two of them versus the two young ones who do, who are like too stuff like yeah one's too angry and the other's too conflicted. Yeah, I know it makes sense for the, the for Rio to break away and then as veterans try to help the young, right? Yeah. But it's just like knowing that they that he initially wants to uncover the traitor. Now but that it there also might says, be one, but it also says it's something about like we're gonna learn maybe something about Rio's backstory. Yeah. Yeah. About the reason why he fights the sort of logos. Yeah, and it could very well be that he does find out there's a traitor and that's why he leaves. You know, yeah. like we don't know. I'm just saying that like right off the bat, I wasn't expecting Rio to be second. Yeah. I guess. Maybe third. But yeah. second? I don't know. I mean, I but then now I'm like, yeah, yeah, Daishinji first. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like when does when does Kenzen? Is he third then? So so Rintaro last? Um, yeah. Or it's gonna be like they'll the like, same time? Yeah, Kenzen will just be there to 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 make it so that uh, the other two are fighting Kenzen just so that Rino, uh, Rintaro and Toma can like have the mm-hmm. the fight in the river. Yeah, um, the guy it's got to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm guessing, although there is a there might be a part where like uh, uh, Rekka gives them like a book that do, that that makes them go crazy. Yeah, like yeah. A, a power. Well, he's already being he's already being manipulated. Yeah, so he might get like a book that powers. Yeah, you him need up. this in order to fight back. Yeah. And then it, yeah. Um. 
But, so, what was your suck? Okay. So, normally, I want you to do the sucks first, but I want to go first because uh, the first time I watched the episode, nothing. I wrote down nothing. I'm like, nothing sucks about this episode. This episode is awesome. I had to dig deep, really nitpick. Yeah. So, there's two things that are nitpicky about this. The first one is the flaming swords are completely different props. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, uh, totally obviously props. And the problem with that is that you're looking at the sword. It draws your attention. Yeah. So, there's, like, scenes where they're clashing. And it's focusing on the clash, and you can just see that there's it's the these weird. The same thing weird... as like when when uh Buster yeah, when the, the floppy sword Buster has the floppy sword. Yeah, but these are literally like just pieces of plastic. That there's no etching on it. There's no color. When you're fighting, it's a metal thing on lo- and fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's it is what it is. I know exactly why it, it needs to be that way, and it's entirely dwarfed by the fact that they're having a freaking flaming sword fight. So yeah. I don't even care what they're using. They could literally be sticks on fire, and I'd be yeah. happy with it. Uh, and then the other thing, and this is the only one that actually irks me, and I didn't notice it until. The second go through. Now, the, the creature, uh, Charybdis, makes these distorted baby noises. And at first, I liked it. And the reason why is because that's just freaky. Like, it's it's literally, you can tell, the more you listen to it, it is a, it is a sample of a child crying that they changed to make sound like a creature. Yeah. And, uh, and it's freaky. You're like, yeah, this is totally, this gives good atmosphere for this creaky, freaky baby creature, especially when you find out that it's not a complete version of whatever it's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, that's the perfect kind of sound to have for it. But like little babies crying, it, it grinds your gears. The more you, you're aware of the fact that that's a little baby crying, and that's all you can hear now. And it's just like, it, it's. Because instinctively, you're, we're supposed to not like yes. babies crying. Yeah, we're not supposed to like babies crying. <laughs> because we're supposed to do something to stop it. And the thing is, it's it's nonstop throughout the entire fight. Um, Even when they're they're talking and the fight has stopped, it's still going on. Like Yuri's showing up and it's still going on. And you're, I'm just like, oh, stop, please. So, and then again, totally nitpicky. I, if I had to, like, not nitpicky, but what did bother me was uh, the inconsistency from the monster costume and its attacks. Mm. They're both really sweet. Yeah. But there is nothing that visually cues that there's a mouth that comes out of the chest of the monster. Yeah, the chest. Because the mouth on its on his head... Like, if it, like if is, there was just, like, a, 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 crossed, uh, a crossed the chest, like a cross of teeth. Yeah, yeah. Or something uh. that made you think, like, pedals or like yeah. chest flaps or yeah, something because it, it looks odd and so like uh kind of took me out every time i did it yeah like i because i like both of them i like the effect i like the monster and the suit but, looks cool yeah and the suit looks cool it's just that one thing of like that if that string of teeth that was around the head if there was like a string of it going like a, an, a cross shape on yeah. his chest and that would have done a cool like uh juxtaposition about like uh, with yuri's x form and all yeah. that stuff well it's almost like you get cheated in a way because it's like um, like if somebody's got a big sword, okay, you can think w- one thing or two things. You can think, okay, this is a big heavy sword and he's going to be swinging it like it's, you know, it's as heavy as it is. And then you can also, because it's huge, think of the inverse, yeah. which is that it's actually extremely light and it's going to be super fast and powerful, right? So you don't feel cheated no matter which ha- whatever it, happens. It would be almost like... Because uh, its size is what you're focusing it, on. It would almost be like uh, if Cloud just punched everybody. Yeah. Even though he's carrying this huge metal sword, or if Barrett used a sword, yeah, that's that's, that's exactly it. Yeah. It's just like you're you're led to believe that this Gatling gun on his hand is going to be used as a gun, and then it's not. Yeah, and it's like, wait a minute, he uses a sword, but there's no sword anywhere on his character. Yeah, and you're just going like, why didn't you just have a sword? So on his I mean, back like I said, I like them. I like both the effect. I like the monster suit, but they just needed to have something that made them like made sense why they were together. Mm-hmm. So that bothered. Me. So what did you say? Oh, everything else? Everything? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I had to be specific, um, I'm I'm torn between Daishinji joining up and, and the arm shield, man. I don't even know where to start with that. It's like, 
So I, I have a, I, th- I feel like I already talked about it. That's why, but yeah, they're both really great. I have a definite Segoy, and that is uh, the world building of like the history, the sort of yeah. logos, and like uh, the the history of like Yuri, and it's just like, well, I locked away my power, yeah, and I gave it to Tassel to hold on to, yeah. and then oh, and and Daishinji finding out that his lineage is stretched back since the beginning, yeah, find, that all thing. that stuff, yeah. and the finding out that there's this prophecy about the reason why the sword of Rekka is so important because at first you're just like, yeah, fire is cool and all that, but stuff, but why is everybody so obsessed about yeah. the sword of Rekka? Yeah, you no, know, I mean, it, it, it's like they they've been they've been kind of tickling our balls this whole time, leading us up to this sort of bigger history now we get to see it all laid out yeah it's just very tantric you know yeah yeah i really liked i i liked how they like <laughs> just not making a sexual bit <laughs> i really in, in reality yeah the how they like had the this build world up. building mm-hmm. and now you're like it, they opened it up and you're like oh yeah and it was cool because like how it organically fit in because it was like it wasn't like oh we're just creating all this mythos all of a sudden yeah. it was like we just haven't talked about it yeah but now that like toma the main character your view into this world is looking into that stuff we're now we're like we feel okay revealing other things in the story yeah. and like i i don't i feel like if i were to rewatch all 21 episodes i would never be like oh there's no way his family stretched back 2000 years and oh this is definitely not what happened with the sword of light and darkness you know it's like it all it all makes sense yeah it's not like they just literally just here's here we are today yeah. deal with it it wasn't like a retcon yeah it was like the plan all along yeah so i really like that yeah so now uh we have to do this writer ranking i know so cool. <laughs> how do you do this i'm gonna toma first flaming sword flaming sword yeah and then dai shinji just because of being awesome and then actually i think yuri like busted up to number three at this point yeah at least this at least for now i yeah. feel like he needs that bump now because if he keeps doing his antics he's gonna drop back down anyway i i, I want to really see if he's becoming like a different character now that he's like awakened his humanity maybe or something yeah. like that yeah what's gonna happen now so especially might- now that rintaro or not rintaro now that toma's getting a kind of power buff too yeah, yeah. he's taking away that need for the sword of light to separate yeah. them and then uh i'd go with rio next mm-hmm. agreed uh rintaro and then Kento and Kenzen. <laughs> Kento and Kenzen, yeah. Kento's just being dead yeah. is the best thing he's Honestly, ever done. That, that's just it too. The cherry on top of this this uh, delicious Sunday is that we got to see Kendo in a flashback, and he's still dead. Yeah. So, <laughs> dude, it's the the best thing he ever did in the story is dying. What you know would be really funny. Would <laughs> be hilarious when like when uh, Toma was remembering Kento dying and remembered both times. <laughs> yeah. I, I was kind of open during that flashback. We'd see two seeds. Him oh. like, uh, coffin blood and him like, <laughs> dying twice. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so the next episode of Kamen Rider Saber is nevertheless, I want to save people. Mm. So I think it's just the reaffirming of Toma. He's like, yeah. Trying to come into his power, and also there's like the whole thing with Rio, and also we saw in a, tr- a preview. Um, it looks like chapter three, Yuri, okay, full color is that he puts it on his foot and he has like a super kick. <laughs> hey, I'm cool with it. Oh, yeah, common writer, he's got to have a super kick, you gotta have a kick, yeah, you yeah, know, you're cheating us if you don't have a kick, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember if any, I mean, the final uh, Hibiki, but Hibiki is all weird, Hibiki didn't use a kick, he used drums, uh, well, psycho drums. Okay. Well, I mean, there's I mean, also a guy you, who had like an, an axe guitar. Right. Well, I imagine if you're right next to somebody taiko drumming, you know, the hell out of those drums, you're probably, he took off his belt. probably gonna feel like a kick in the teeth. Well, he took off his belt and he'd slap it on he t- his belt buckle. He'd slap it on things and it would create like this magical, like giant drum, and he'd beat on the drum until 
the monster blew up because he actually they fought like not giant monsters but large monsters okay. too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sort of sometimes. It's it was weird because yeah. I, I mean it doesn't it doesn't have to be a kick every freaking time, but it should be most of the time. But he least. does kick in the crossovers when they all kick. Of course. When all like forty riders jump up there and kick a giant monster. Yeah. Wouldn't make sense. Yeah. Wouldn't make sense if they did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, my favorite kick probably is, um, it's a toss up between drive and. Uh, Kiva. Mm. So drives. He's his car zooms around and circles around him, and he ricochets off the car like a pinball, kicking the guy a bunch of times. Oh, okay. Hmm. So like the car is like spinning yeah, around in a circle, and he like does the kick and he bounces off of it, kicking them multiple times, but always in the rider kick form. And then Kiva, his leg is actually wrapped in chains, and the Kivat comes up and like releases the chains, and like it has bat wings, and he like jumps up in the oh, air, okay. and then like does a kick, and then yeah. the Kiva symbol appears. It's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Oh man, that also. I mean, I could just go off on because 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 Fies is pretty sick. But um, anyways, uh, so yeah, that has been our episode about a good episode of Common Rider Saber. Not boring. No, not boring. I, I guess okay. If you're on the fence. And up to this point, you've just been sticking around on the current comment because you like hearing me complain about it, uh, what's been happening with Saber. It's going a different way, man. Get back into it. Watch those episodes. Well, I think if you binge them, they'd be better. Yeah, or they would be worse because you're not thinking about it. Well, especially with, like, the Kento. You wouldn't have the, mm-hmm. you wouldn't have the week of, like, Kento yeah. being dead. Yeah, for sure. And then being dead again. Yeah. <laughs> Not again. Still. Yeah. Again. <laughs> I think also, too, it, it, you know, at the start, we're dealing with, with you know, we know what year it was. I mean, yeah. come on. We know what's happening here. Yeah. It, it, we know it, what's going on. It, yeah, they're getting better. Yeah. It's definitely starting to get more... Um, Constant. Yeah. It's got... The, the quality is getting, like, um, uh, yeah, nobody's consistent. Scr- exactly. I think uh, they're having, like, similar writers. Like, that that was the problem we were also having is that... Yeah, like, it was like a new writer seven days in a row or something like that. Yeah. Or seven episodes in a row. Yeah. They're still, like, alternating writers a lot, but um, the guy who's writing now, he's written a couple of episodes beforehand. Right. So um, I don't know who the main writer is. And we have so, so much left of the show. Yeah. And we're it's to episode like, 20. They're probably going to do f- 45, 46 episodes. Right. So we're, like, not even... We're, we're just about halfway. Yeah. And I guess also, too... The, and it, also, like the 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 first arc ended at a good place. Yeah, it they had some bumpy roads along the way, right. but it, had, it ended in a good place. Yeah. And so I guess another thing too is that if you compare Saber directly to Zero One, because now that we you and I have now done twenty one episodes mm-hmm. in both, we can compare them. Mm-hmm. I think Zero One is the better show overall. Yeah. Um. Like. So uh, the ending might fail because of like everything that happened. Yes. Then. So yeah. so up to this point now, it is the better twenty show. episodes on each one. Yeah. Zero One. I can, say, I can th- say that this episode right now, episode twenty one, it was the most satisfying payoff between the two series. Yeah. Like up to this point now, I'm the most satisfied with this episode having watched all twenty one. Yeah. Uh, whereas Zero One, they had some really, really they had more consistently good episodes, uh, in my opinion. Yeah. So if if you come from Zero One having watched the whole thing and then you get Saber targeted at an even younger audience and you know, maybe you're already a little biased towards um, certain shows beforehand, yeah. and this isn't striking your fancy. I could see it, yeah. but also, you know, it's no it double shot. though. Yeah, it's not double. Yeah, so don't. <laughs> that's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah, just but take, Saber's good. I like it. I'm liking it good. now. Yes. Uh, you know, I was never as hard hit on you as you were, but no, uh, but I'm, like I'm a little bit more critical. I but you're a, you're a lot more harder on things in general than I am. Yeah, there's a word for it. It's a, I can't remember exactly what it means, but the definition is somebody who brings up tedious or 
um, inconsequential criticisms about something that so, is so, is not necessary so to talk I think about. Maybe not all the time, but I think for ninety percent of things in general, you have a reaction. You like it or you don't like it, uh-huh. and then you figure out why. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, ultimately, like, I don't like just saying outright I don't like it. Yeah, it, it feels bad as I'm doing it. I know what's happening, but it's one of those I need time to sit and process yeah. why. Uh, and then you figure out why you don't like it later. And then I can formulate a thought. Yeah, <laughs> um, put a little. And sometimes when you think about it, you change your opinion about yeah. it. But yeah, it's anyways. like you know, in hindsight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, it's not like I'm just straight up being a, a overly critical. I do knee jerk. Yeah. These are facts. Yeah. And uh, I mean, that's 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 what the balance goes. Yeah. Whereas I look for the good and you look for the bad and then mm-hmm. we find out that everything still sucks. No. Yeah. <laughs> and also it too, also like let's say you and I, we weren't talking about this every episode and I was still angry about 15 or 16 because we never actually sat there, talked it out and I was like, you're right. You're yeah. right. Maybe I shouldn't be thinking that. Maybe give it another shot. Maybe yeah. think of it from this angle. If I had carried that up to this episode, maybe I wouldn't have felt the same way about it. Yeah. Right. Maybe I, this would be less impressive and maybe I'd be like, you know what? This show is just not doing it for me. Yeah. Because I was thinking about quitting. Yeah. I mean, not the whole podcast, but, and I wasn't actually going to quit, but mm-hmm. it was like, dang it. It's like, if I wasn't doing a podcast, I would have stopped watching. <laughs> yes. So that, I can, I can definitely that, relate to that. That is the thing. It's like, if I would eventually have watched Saber, mm-hmm. but I probably would have stopped watching it weekly by now. Yes. Yeah. Wait until you can do it all at once. Like, cause uh, that's what I did with, uh, uh, build and build was an okay. amazing show yeah it's just you didn't it didn't strike you as something that you want to every single week tune in yeah because it was down. it was also like uh two episode things yeah and like I mean, it's also hard for us because we're already the kind of people that wants to just avoid all spoilers until we can watch it at once yeah we want to binge it to begin with yeah Binging like netflix was made for us yeah that's why they release things in seasons and not one episode at a time yeah yeah um but also i hate i don't like movies i don't hate movies <laughs> but i don't like movies movies are my you prefer miniseries. Uh, I think movies are my least liked form of consuming a story. That's fair. Yeah, there's got to be a worst of everything. Yeah. Um, I prefer like a miniseries, like the like a video game, a mo- book, a comic, uh, an anime. I prefer all these to a movie because I don't think it has time. The story doesn't have time to breathe. Right. The only way I think a movie is good and it's when it's an adaptation of a short story mm-hmm. okay yeah because you're stretching it out yeah like uh, a lot of the Philip K. Dick ones that have been adapted like uh, Next and the Adjustment Bureau and Minority Report mm-hmm. and Blade Runner and Total Recall yeah those are all Philip K. Dick short stories yeah because it's got the it's got the skeleton that you liked already and then they just made it a little bit more crunchy yeah they're they're able to add instead of yeah slapped away. on a bit of human drama or yeah. something you know yeah. um so, but when they have to like prune down a story, mm-hmm. uh, the only thing that like uh, Jumanji, Jumanji is a great movie. Yeah, the original Jumanji. I haven't seen the other, other one. The original Jumanji is a great movie. That's actually based off of like a twenty-page children's book. Hmm, okay, <laughs> you know, wow, I did not you, know like that. a twenty twenty-five-page children's book. You know, like the ones with like big picture, some decks yeah, down at the bottom. Yeah. So like you know, they really fleshed it out. They did the whole thing of that stuff. So. Uh, so yeah, when they ex- when they have to expand to fill in the time, that's when it's good to me. Yeah, when they have to cut things down, I'm like, there could have been more. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And so I mean, I'm I'm excited to see the Saber movie now. Yeah. Uh, like before, I was just kind of like, eh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Uh, but it's the same way. I I was never excited about the suits when I saw the preview for them, and now I'm like, these suits they rock. Yeah. I mean, they're not. It's not every single suit that's a banger, but a lot of them are like. I was also at first I was just like trike, and now I'm like, where's the trike, man? Yeah. Why do we not get any gat trikes anymore? <laughs> yeah. You, you just you sit there and dangle that out, and we never get to see it again. Yeah. <laughs> and I was also initially hesitant with that they all just use swords. 
Yeah, yeah. But then, like, the story has made it that that's a yes. cool thing. Yeah, and, and they, they, also, they have different ways of doing it, yeah. too. So it definitely, they, there's a lot of love here. Yeah. You know, so I'm, yeah, I, I can't wait for the episode. Next episode, it's going to be kind of. So that's a, that's a thing. It's like, so a, a lot of people say that um, when they're trying to get people into Kamen Rider, mm. they'll be like, just go for those suits you like. I'm No, no, that's not the way to do it. No. You got to talk to somebody who knows what they're talking about. Yeah. Because it's like, you got to be like, okay, so do you like, what type of stories do you like? Then you should start with this show. Yeah. Do you yeah. want Do you want a comedy? You should do this show. Do you want a, Do you want a harder drama? Do you want a mystery? Do you mm-hmm. want these things? Because the suits, they grow on you. Yeah, and also that's just Tokusatsu, man. Yeah, it's like if you if all you care about the suits, then maybe not even Kamen Rider is where you should start. Yeah, uh, I say that hesitantly because the Kamen Rider's got a lot of good t- content the, from what I've seen. There's there's a lot of like. Uh, but you see what I'm saying. The, there's the inverse. The sweeter the suit is usually the lamer the show is. Because <laughs> they spend all their time figuring out that suit. Like, uh, uh, it happens a lot in, in uh, 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 Sentai. Like, the more basic suits have a cooler show. Yeah, because you need to. You yeah, have to. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, um, uh, the, the star one, I forgot what it's called. There's, like, 12 rangers in that because there's one for every constellation. Oh, okay. And it's not very good. <laughs> a little too much yeah i watched like two episodes of it. i'm like okay i'm done yeah <laughs> um but then like shows like uh zuonger which is like pretty much it looks like they're just wearing pajamas <laughs> with helmets it's like a really good show you know so it's like you gotta you gotta or uh Tokyuger is just like all the suits are exactly the same just a different color because they're able to switch colors okay yeah they need to be yeah and so it's like because they all have little trains they put on their their mm. arms and stuff like that and then the, the Red Ranger is just like, he grabs somebody else's train and put it in. And they're like, what are you doing? It allows them to switch weapons and stuff like that. So the green, the, the Red Ranger like grabbed the yellow, the pink one and put it in and became the pink Ichi, uh, um, uh, Ichigo because they're all numbered. They're one, okay, through, they're one yeah. through six. Yeah. And so he was, instead of, he was, instead of the, uh, one red ranger he was the one pink rangers because he got the cool claw thing to attack and so (laughs) that's cool yeah uh but anyways yeah so don't do it based on the suits doing it based on the story and the suits are just something that'll happen Mm -hmm. yeah either you'll get over it or you'll learn to love them yeah you know yeah just like you learn to love saber yeah give some time so uh i've been eric and i'm eugene and we will see you next time